Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 76 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn beard in the business, Damien Dupree. Oh yeah. <laughs> and also the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Uh, That's all I give you. It's too early to start singing. Every time Damien comes on the show, Sam has that one-liner, and I always really look forward to it. Uh, this is the third time we are joined in our 76-episode adventure by Mr. Damien Dupree. Damien, thank you very much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. First time, long time. Oh, wait. That's when I call in. Sorry, guys. Third time, long time. There we go. It has been a long time. I believe that he is the most... Most times guests we had, correct? Yeah, this is officially passed as the the most times we've had a guest on the show. It's been Damien Check, ladies and gentlemen. Eat your heart out, Jimmy. <laughs> Have we had a Jimmy? No. Nope. Uh, I don't even know. No Jimmy. From that thing you do. Oh, gosh. I was referencing, oh, referencing the character. Check. You sandbagging <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> awesome. Well, <clears throat> it is 8.01 a.m. on Saturday, February 3rd. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's already February. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. I apologize. To everyone out there, uh, but you got to just keep going, keep fighting. Keep hammering, baby. Keep doing it. Uh, it is the eve of the Super Bowl. You you all are, are we're probably... We're not that excited. No, we're not that excited. <clears throat> I would imagine we're just, you know, I don't have an Eagle shirt that I wore yesterday on underneath. Nothing. Wait, who's in it this year? <laughs> <clears throat> the Falcons and the Patriots, don't you know? We're watching it right now. It's on now. right now. Somehow we got access <clears throat> to it a day early. This Kinda is like the Patriots. It's crazy. We talked about it. Yesterday, uh, we did an interview uh, at the Lumberyard Recording Studio, which you're going to hear on Monday the 5th. So whether it be the greatest episode you ever l- listened to because of the Eagles winning a Super Bowl, or it's the greatest episode you ever listened to because the Eagles lose a Super Bowl, <laughs> it will at least be released on Super Bowl Monday. But looking back on it, we had a really funny discussion about the Eagles and football in general yesterday with those guys. And I had my wife listen to it last night uh, as I was editing the episode, and she was even laughing. So you know when there's a football conversation... Uh, that she understands his life about. It was definitely a good conversation. It, it, it has to be because, you know, I don't, I don't think Ash is a huge football fan, but yeah. a little bit. Yeah, she had never watched a football game until the NFC Championship. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, she was super I don't even know how to take that. It was cool. Um, but <clears throat> just to reflect back on that interview and how cool it was, um, dream come true for us, flat out. I mean, considering that we've listened to the music since eighth grade, then Man Overboard was, what, 06 or 08? Yeah. I think the first CD came out. So for, for us, to me, it was. Again, we always say like a dream come true, like a like a dream guest type of deal. Guests, yeah, it was like you look back on it right now, and what we're, this time yesterday you were almost here, and we almost left. We, we and and uh, we're in the car, and I told you I wasn't really nervous, and then we rolled up and we parked, and and that's usually like we you park and you then the nerves start getting you. And that's why I told Greg, right, let's just go in because I can't just sit here and wait. Like we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, there's the sign of the door to the antique shop in the lumberyard that we're that we're at, and we're like, okay. They didn't cancel yet. Yeah. We didn't get the email saying it's not happening. So let's go in. And I almost like froze in the parking lot. I was like, all right, just let me work out the kinks a little bit. <laughs> then we went in. And once you're in, you're in. And we knock on the door. We open up the door. And there they are just standing there. Yeah, the and all, all three thing. of them from Ace, Nick, 
and Dom. They're all three nice guys. Just completely honored to be welcomed over to their recording studio, to their like second home type of deal. So it was just a pleasure, and hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yeah, and, and again, uh, it'll drop on Monday the 5th, so two days from when this episode drops. Um, if you'd like to uh, go ahead and check that out, that's at the Lumberyard Recording. And if you'd like to check us out on social media, it is at We Podcast and We Know Things on Instagram, at We Pod and We Know on Twitter, and then our Facebook page. You just go ahead and type in We Podcast and We Know Things to Facebook, and you'll find us right there. Remember, though, the best way to get the content, including the bonus episode, including all of our episodes, our past bonus episodes, uh, just go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening to this, wherever audio podcasts are available, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, however you choose to indulge in your audible goodness, <laughs> please hit that subscribe or follow button. We really appreciate it. But Damien, how have you been? It's been six months since your last confession and your sins are. <laughs> uh, my sins are waiting six months to come back on the show. <laughs> and my penance is <clears throat> coming back on the show before another six months. Maybe. I feel like it was like WrestleMania week, like the week after WrestleMania the last time you came on. Cause I know oh, so you came on for like a review of it. It was even longer. So it's been nine months then. Yeah, it's been going a long on time. Which tells us how, how much we do this show and how crazy it is. Yeah. I know the first episode you ever came on was the episode 17. Um, I, oh, that was titled, I don't remember that. That was titled <laughs> You, Me, and Dupree. And uh, that was a funny episode. It's one of our highest rated episodes. But the reason I remember it is because that was the first week we got Podbean. 17? Mm-hmm. So only the eight. first 16 weeks of the show, we could only do three at a time on iTunes. And then when Damien came on, that was the first time we could have our entire so log. You, you say you have a shitty memory, but then you remember like all these little nuances of everything. I'm like, yeah, your memory's pretty good, man. It's really not. I promise you. <laughs> it's, I have... Uh, I'm a mess, I promise you. But it's like it's little like triggers that that help me with that because Podbean was a huge step yeah. for us. That was a really big. Well, step yeah, because we only had what it was three or four episodes at a time. Three, and then you know now we have the whole catalog it's, up there. So. It's weird when we were on episode six and you couldn't listen to our show. You yeah. could only listen to three, uh, four, we were, or five. We were six. butthurt. We were really butthurt, but uh, it, it has been quite a cool investment for us to just be able to go back and listen, and especially now because we do these bonus episodes. Yeah. For us to go back and listen to Serge's interview from August, like early August, yeah. like that is it's a neat feeling. It's you know it's something that I don't think we expected, but you know just. You never know until you try, and you always you always see people like you know your dreams or whatever. You do what you want to do, like go for it, go after it. Even if you you know you're going to fail, you, you try anyway, so you have yeah. no regrets. Damien, what have you been doing with your life since uh, we've last heard from you? Just uh, working and going to wrestling shows. Per, yeah, I know. Per usual. I know we're definitely going to be talking about that because I was following your snap stories and they are gold, man. <laughs> I felt like I was literally at the match. I met a bunch of cool wrestlers at Xfinity Live. It's insane, man. It is like, it's crazy how many people, we met people from like Wales and California and Ireland and like, it's just, it's nuts how many people flew to Philadelphia for the Royal Rumble last weekend. Um, but besides that, I've also been dragged into the depths of uh, graded comic book collecting, thanks to Sam Matora. Oh, oh, Jesus. No. But it's, I have a modest collection. <laughs> I see. He, he caught the bug a little bit, but we'll get him there. Are you still playing your Nintendo Switch? Uh, I've actually been really playing more Overwatch lately. Oh. I'm just, like, sucked in. Um, I play as D.Va or Arissa, like, all the You're time. You're a D.Va main, huh? I love D.Va. I'm still Soldier 76. He's too fast for me. I can't get the controls down. D.Va's nice and slow. So, <laughs> so I can point and shoot and I'm okay. I feel like I'm the only person that's never played Overwatch. And I've tried to tell you. And I don't watch Overwatch League. Do you watch like the Overwatch League or follow I, it? I watched uh, our Philly Fusion. Yeah. Um, 
And it's insane. Like, and then I was reading up on it, and some of those kids make like $100,000 to they, play video games. They, they make more nuts and just like, ouch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, listen, when you can dedicate that much yeah, of your time in life to being a, a, a gamer, remember, though, Sam, it's a mental disorder. Just, yeah. just, I just wanted to point that out. I you. love that article. That was uh, it's so bananas. pissed. I went on such a rant. Yeah, you do. It, it, it was went written, on like a 10 minute speech. <laughs> it was written by some angry girlfriend somewhere. <laughs> We should look. We should look up who wrote that. And the picture and the, under the byline is just of a kid's back of his head from her on the couch and he's playing video games and she's like pissed. No, like I, I'm happy for it. I don't watch the Overwatch League. I don't really watch esports very much. I'll watch like fighting games. Like um, I'll watch like Apex and stuff because I I like fighting. Where games. Where did they play that, by the way? What the. Then Overwatch they, League? Yeah, it was like the future because our boy Pino went to that. Yeah, that was up in, in Massachusetts, that one. They're all okay, over was, the place. Okay, yeah, okay. but there's teams. Like, everybody has – it's kind of yeah. like sports. Everybody's got the I, home I didn't arena. know if it was at Wells Fargo or if it was somewhere. I no, they definitely have, I don't think Fargo. you could sell enough tickets for it at Wells Fargo. But speaking of yeah. Wells Fargo, right across yeah. the street, there's a billboard. And it's literally like all the Overwatch characters in their Philly Fusion orange. It's That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. like we will because esports is is coming to the Olympics eventually. So it's just you know, skateboarding's coming to the Olympics. Nice. Next Oh, I've been watching a lot of skate videos, by the way. I've been tagging you in a lot of videos. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that you're yeah. doing that because it's difficult yeah. not for me not to be able to skate again. So I mean like Pope Joy and I are gonna go out, I think, in March and start skating again. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah it's too cold out there. Now. Mm-hmm. LBs. It'll break everything. If I fall in the in the warmth, I'm gonna break everything. <laughs> when you get 245, just coming down that inertia. I don't care if it's flat top. I'm going through the concrete, brother. I'm gonna end up in China. I don't oh, even. Geez. It doesn't matter. I'm doing like a little handrail, and I'm just like, if I fall, my ankles are gonna break, my legs are gonna shatter, my, I'm gonna get another concussion, and my body's gonna end up in Jabib. Well, well, now you know why I gave it up. <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. I, I I can't wait to start skating. But I said like, if we start skating, little rails, little box, yeah. like that's it. I'm not, not jumping not down. Not what we used to do when we were younger. No more jumping down anything i'm about to turn chidey so i'm over it i might uh start picking up tech decks again i told Dude. ashley last night i'm buying tech- oh, no, well, i told you, you. i told you literally awesome. had the conversation yesterday yeah i, just, I didn't I, tell ashley i remember she'd make they were a thing i was like mm-hmm. oh my god the, you can get like the actual um you, there used to be the vert ramp and like yeah. the rail with the steps yeah. and stuff like that they're like 10 bucks now Dude, that's not bad. No. You have that, and then there's like I remember there was a VHS of like to do tricks and stuff like that. I'm sure you can find it somewhere to do it. <laughs> you on can oh, find it's got to be on eBay. YouTube. Uh, it's I, definitely I on YouTube. The whole thing's <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, that's, guy, I remember the guy was the, awesome. The problem with the new Tech Tech stuff is the rails are not metal; they're plastic now. So you can't get that grind. You can't in. get that that sound. <laughs> I love that sound. Metal truck on metal. Well, that's metal why you rail. have to get. I'm sure you can find the old ones, like you said, on eBay or something. Yeah, yeah I'll just, just go to Walmart and after this and go buy. Get the plastic ones. Okay. Why not? I miss tech decks. I I like in my office. I use like a pen as like a tech deck sometimes when I'm when I need it. Yeah. So now it's, it'd be cool to actually have a tech deck. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sam, it is that time. We're gonna do our trivia. It is five point five for you and three point five for me. I'm getting my ace whipped. The grade of Mr. Demi Check Clayface is five five. <laughs> so I will start it is, it's sitting on my table. I look at it every day. That no, I, I it literally just came to me. I was like, oh crap. Okay, so I'll lead us off. And I've kind of I don't know if I don't just didn't remember his first name, but you you probably know it. Uh-oh. What's Mr. Rogers' first name? It's Fred. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't remember it. But my question is, is it, when did Mr. Rogers end? When did it end? Oh, he's in, not going to get that. No, no. How the hell do we both have Mr. Rogers trivia questions? Wait, that wasn't planned? That was not mm, planned. No, it's never planned. Um, <laughs> we never tell each other our trivia questions. We had questions. over 900 episodes. I know that. It's mm, over 900. Mm, mm. 
Well, I'm going to give you a hint, though. There was a hiatus. Yeah, I know. There, I, you have you have the answers? Because mm-hmm. I have two numbers in my head. Go. Okay. Hit me with it. Just, just the, I need something. 1991, 2001, 1994, 1997. 01. Yep. I, I, just, wow. I, had, I had 01 and 03 in my head. I didn't realize it was as recent as 01. He died in 03. Yeah, that's, okay, that's wow. it. That's the two numbers I have. Holy See? shit, we both Dude, had Mr. Dude, Rogers trivia. Random. I couldn't remember his first name was Fred. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. And the, and the only reason I know that is it's because recent. I was looking up the and questions the for this And the only reason I know it's 01 is because I was doing research <laughs> on Mr. Rogers. We usually go through the episode of like our topics and pick a trivia question relating to it. Right. And I was going through the topics today and I was like, we did wrestling last week. Yeah. I don't want to go gaming because um, I don't – when I'm losing, I don't want to go gaming. Um, yeah, and that's why I didn't do like superhero or nothing like that. Yeah. I was like, you know, so, change it up. So I just said, all right, psh, Mr. Rogers, because we have a, a small Mr. Rogers yeah, that's story. Literally, that is, that insane. is insane. So make sure you update <laughs> six, me, 4.5 to you. Wow. I, I think that might have been like the first, maybe the first or second time we had the same like topic of questions. I think last week we both had wrestling questions, yeah. but I think that was a little bit more obvious because the, the Royal Rumble yeah. was around the corner. But, but this is just a random Rogers, story. Once we get to the story of this. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy that it was 17 years ago only. Oh, it feels so like it was like longer. Eighth, eighth grade when he passed. Damn. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. Wow. That is so funny. I can't get over it. All right. So anyway, we're going to start in the wrestling space tonight. That's where our top three is going to be held. Um, Damien and I both had the, we'll call it luxury, but also call it the privilege of going to NXT TakeOver Mm -hmm. and the Royal Rumble. Damien, did you go to Raw? No, I I did uh, TakeOver, Rumble, and SmackDown. Smackdown. And I just did TakeOver, Rumble. Um, But we have... uh, Takeover, Rumble, Raw, SmackDown. We have a Hall of Fame announcement, and then we have the movie section, the TV section, a section I called Other, uh, and then a gaming section, a small music section, and then our pick of the week. Um, by the way, last week, my pick of the week was Celeste, that video game that looked gorgeous. I showed yeah. it to you. Um, it's hard as hell. I beat it yesterday before you came over. Jesus. I, they give you a counter for how many times you died during the game. Take a guess. And you said it was extremely hard. It was extremely hard. And it's a really... Is, is it a really It's a round number. number. It's a round number, too. I ended on an actual zero number. So what? I don't even know. It is a, it is a very hard game. It's not a low number. Like over 100? 20. No. It, more, it has to be more than that. 90. 1,300. Whoa. It's a hard game. How the hell am I supposed to guess that? I'm a, I was at like 150. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe 100. Yeah. It is a hard Holy game. Holy shit. Yeah, 1,300 deaths, but I beat it. And I think that's low. I was going to say, deaths. good for you for keeping with it. No, you- the deaths like go like this. There's no oh, loading screens. Oh, okay, there's no nothing. Okay. If you die, it puts you right back to where you just were and instantly. Okay. So it's it's super easy, and you can die at, at any point because it's so precision heavy. But I would have never guessed that. It was, it's a beautiful game. Still my game of the year. It's still early on. It's February yeah. 2nd. There's going to be 10 <laughs> games that pass but- it, but whatever. Is it the third? Yeah. It is the third. Um, I'm still in the lumberyard. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so wrestling. Um Takeover. Uh, my goodness. Takeovers are usually billed as just as good as the main product or even slightly better. And I don't think this one disappointed. No, this one was uh, really good. I, I Like looking at the card on paper, I'm like, oh, like I'm not Agree. really excited about it. I'm Agree. like, this is our, like, there's no chance of like a big title change or something new happening to shift in the tide. But then, like, as the show went on, the matches were just getting better and better and better. Um, 
And there was no title change, though. No, that's no crazy. Title change. And that's why I was convinced Johnny Gargano was going to win mm-hmm. because the other two titles didn't change hands. Tag and women stayed. And I was said, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be great!" And and they delivered. What again? It's early, but the match of the year. Well, Dave Meltzer actually just gave them a five star rating. First which is, time in seven years. Yeah, last match that had that was a WWE match. WWE match that had that was CM Punk and John Cena. Oh, from Mania. Uh, from. It SummerSlam was, Rumble? It was, I think it was SummerSlam when he was walking out. The whole storyline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. takes the title and, like, it blows a kiss goodbye, and then he leaves, like, yeah. through the crowd. And um, I'm pretty sure that was the match. But, yeah, Gargano and uh, Almas was insane. I like this, too, because on this site, they actually have the duration of the matches. Uh, the first match, actually, we got a full episode of NXT beforehand. Yes. Which was really cool that the dark matches, there was three. I love Nikki Cross's theme. I think that is one of the coolest well, things. She's just psycho. She is. And I love how everyone, even Killian Dane, it's all like a spinoff of the original Sanity yeah. theme. So I think that's pretty cool because yeah. it almost reminds me of like NWO. Yeah. How the, each, some of the guys would have their own like like six or something like that mm-hmm. when they're coming out to the same exact music. Yeah. Um, so it made it different. But Killian yeah, Dane Cross. this week on NXT is going up against Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> just pointing that out there. And from what I hear, I didn't read the results. But we all know NXT tapes early and yeah. then for like a month in advance. Um, what I hear, Almas and Gargano have a rematch and That's Loser leaves NXT. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I don't know the results though. Do you? No, I do. <sighs> I won't spoil yeah. anything. So wait, they're gone for good? Like from NXT? Uh, one. one of them. Whoever loses would be gone from NXT. Now that could mean you go up to main roster or you get fired, kayfabe, but... I don't know the results. I'm excited okay. for that one. I'm going to watch that. But to kick off the okay, oh, say what? Well, how, how do you know that? How do you know the? They get the taped in one? advance, and they put it on the internet. Yeah, they they just oh. taped them. I think Wednesday night, yeah. and then they'll post. Like, Are they still doing it in Georgia, or they go back to full sale? Full sale, I think. Cool. And I didn't like taped, the Georgia. Uh, no, it was the, just the, the, the arena was laid right out yeah. really weird. They'll um they'll tape it like they'll tape a whole month in advance. Because each month or each week they do like video packages to like fill out the time. Yeah. So you'll have like maybe two or three matches, but then you'll have a ton of video packages to make it and one hour okay. and commercials. Yeah, NXT's only an hour. It's yeah. like Raw's three on Monday, SmackDown's two on Tuesdays, NXT's one on Wednesday. But now that there's 205 Live that comes on after SmackDown to make that, if you wanted a three-hour okay. night. And they just started this thing called the Mix Match Challenge a couple weeks ago where it's a male wrestler and a female wrestler that team up. For example, The Miz and Asuka or Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss, Gold Dust and Mandy Rose, which is was that Rose Gold? Hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, but like, and then they'll go one on one. I don't know that one. Huh? Who said? Oh, oh I said Alexa. Alexa Bliss. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. My Alexa off. Me. I was like, what woman is behind me right now? My Amazon Echo. Hey, stop it! All right, you stop it. You give me lip. But I mean, while we're at it, <clears throat> Alexa. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Alexa? I told Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Tom Brady and the Patriots will take on the underdog Philadelphia Eagles in Minneapolis. The Pats are the first team to make 10 Super Bowl appearances, while the Eagles return to the Super Bowl for the first time since 2005. The big game kicks off Sunday, February 4th, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Well, that didn't answer. That didn't answer the question. She usually says the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I, yeah. I heard it before. I was like, all that for that? Didn't even give us a damn pick? I got Do the I Echo to, Show, and she's like, I like underdogs. I pick the Eagles. I'm fly like, Eagles, fly. And I ask her every morning. <laughs> <laughs> to That's kick awesome. off the main card of NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, we had the Undisputed Era, uh, well, at least the tag team version of it. Bobby... Yeah. 
Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, probably my favorite tag team going right now, mainly because of Kyle O'Reilly. I really like Kyle O'Reilly. But uh, they took on the authors of Pain, which are, by the way, they're both under 25 years old. And they're brick shit houses. Like, they are (laughs) huge. five, 300 of just jack. Like, just muscle. And people hated them when they came up because they're like, all right, like another bruiser tag team. Yeah. But they're like good. They're really they're good. Really good. And, and they didn't wrestle before like NXT. They were pretty raw. I don't think they ever really were a team before NXT. They are going face now, though. Like, yeah. They were the face team in this. Mm-hmm. The Undisputed Era was, was the heel team. I have a feeling they'll be like a WrestleMania call-up, like Raw or SmackDown. I think SmackDown probably could use them more. SmackDown doesn't have like that... Bruiser team. They have the athletic well, have, teams. They do have the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> who are now in the in the title picture, by the way, yeah. which is infinitely fur- infuriating. But that's okay. I think Luke <laughs> Harper's underrated, but, but I can do without Eric Rowan or the Bludgeon Brother gimmick. But they had the NXT Tag Title match went just under fifteen minutes with the Undisputed Era uh, freaking retaining, and that was really cool. I had uh, floor seats ninth row, and it was the worst ever. Like I'll never do it again in terms of viewpoint. Um, in terms of uh, like atmosphere, it can't get better. Awesome. Like you're in there with the people, you're standing up. It's so cool. You're so close to it, and you can like you can cough on them. It's so neat. And <laughs> they, lo- but, they but, must love that. <laughs> but when I'm five six, and and oh, the I guy didn't. in front of me had a yeah. high top fade, and the person next to him had a fro, yeah, yeah, I, I saw couldn't. Your I, when, when I, you saw it was just. I, I think I texted Greg. I was like, Yo, Greg, how, how's your seats? And he was like, You know, you know, we're on the floor. You know, we're like ninth row or some great seats. He goes until this guy showed up, and they took a picture. I was like, it cowering was the, over Greg. I was like, You, oh, c- I couldn't man. have had a better night up until that point. We're we're smiling. They're uh, and we're like looking around the stadium. I was trying to find you guys, and like we're just looking around at like the, we're on the floor of the Wells Fargo yeah. Center. And then friggin' guy was like six six. Yeah, then this giant man with a giant <laughs> high fade included. top. And then the guy in front of him put a beanie on, and he he did the thing where you only put it like kinda on your head. So you had the beanie. Like, he reminds me of Gerald from Hey Arnold. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Literally, like, absolutely. And it just was like, well, there goes our view. Yeah. And I think she still had to go in because she was off to the side a little bit. But me, dead yeah, on. Your night out. Your, your night's on. over. But it was really cool anyway. Um, you got to see what you got to see. We actually went up for the Gargano and Cien Almas match, but uh, really cool that the Undisputed Era actually retained the titles again the heel team winning uh to beat those the authors of pain had that crazy feud with diy and the revival and they're kind of this in the same instance of the uh of the undisputed era in terms of size they're smaller guys Und- uh, authors of pain generally came out on top but for this to see the undisputed era take them down without real heelish tactics mm-hmm. there's a little bit but it was really cool to see yeah i i like them a lot i mean i've i've been watching them at in ring of honor for years and um, red I, Bobby Fish, yeah, Red Dragon. Yeah. Bobby Fish was someone I never thought would be in WWE because he's like 37 or 38. He looks it. So like he's up there, yeah. which Nakamura is too. Yeah. But um, to have somebody like him on the main on that, isn't Ono up there too? Ono's Cash up has there been too. doing this for a long time. Yeah, and I know Finn Balor. He's 36 also, which is crazy. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, did, I did research for this top three. I got <laughs> research on my top 36? three. Dude looks like he's 23. Seriously. Cut like a diamond. Dude. Oh, my God, yes. He's, yeah, I 36. Mean, but when, when, when Prince I looked, Devitt is 36 years Because he started what, in wrestling in Japan? Yeah. So was, how long was he? Well, he was probably all over the indie scene. In, well, he probably did some stuff in Ireland, Ireland I would assume. Yeah. Okay. And then came over to the indie scene, then went to Japan. And then did he come right here from New Japan, or did he do the like a Ring of Honor? Nah, he, he came right here from New Japan. That was like it. And he went right to NXT. He was the only two-time NXT champion. Or was that Nakamura? No, it was Finn. Or he was the longest reigning NXT champion. Joe's a two-time champion. Joe, Joe's a two-time champion. So it gives right. away one of my top three. 
Finn Balor. Yeah. I think. That's how I would know his age. I would know how I could know his age otherwise. <laughs> we had the Velveteen Dream versus oh. Cassius Ono. Great match. Dude, I love Velveteen. Oh, he's so good. That's that's her favorite now. So he, good. It's it's like this guy, he's like Prince. Remember Val S- Venus? Yes. Yeah, I know It's him. Val Venus okay. mixed with Prince. And it's okay. insane. Okay. Um, and he's so good. He's 22. Who's, who's the guy with the mustache? That's Bobby. Uh, Fitt. Uh, that's, that's, oh, Tyler that's Tyler Bate or, or Trent Seven. Hey, you, you, the out, wish, of, the out of shape one's Trent Seven, which I love because he looks like an old timey like fighter. He yeah, doesn't. Lo- he, he's not is. like muscles on muscles. Doesn't just, Marty like, Skrull have a mustache too? Skrull's got. He's got like a weird got the beard. beard thing. Yeah, um, but the guy who does in the ring like that. Yeah, yeah. It's Tyler Bate. Yeah, that's funny. The other thing too. He's um, like twenty, by the way. Oh yeah. wow, he's young. Uh, my uh, my girlfriend's friend wrestles does local indies chikar and stuff mm-hmm. so he like held a pillow for velveteen mm. during his entrance really yeah that's cool so he was an extra which was like pretty really awesome cool. so I, that was um i was i was like oh crap that's all but dude i love the ow velveteen <laughs> dream i love it say my name <laughs> i love it this whole guy's gimmick is um you can kind of tell like what his gimmick is when you look at it, it is legitimately prince versus and val venus but like his big thing, he had this big feud with Aleister Black, who was, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Future champion, for sure. But his whole thing was, say my name. And Aleister Black would refuse to say his name. And it's kind of carried over to the Cash Center thing a little bit. It was a quick build-up to the match. It was announced the week before TakeOver. So I, and I love that. Yeah. I don't need a months-long build in my See, match. Once you say, say my name, I immediately think the Heisenberg. There's nothing else <laughs> I can think Say my of. name. Uh, the women's title was on the line with Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler, one of the four horsewomen. Here was what I thought was going to happen. I thought that the loser of this match was going to go to the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I thought Ember Moon was going to find a way to win, which she did. Shayna was going to go to the Women's Rumble. And when Shayna was in there, then Ronda Rousey would make her debut with Shayna. So two of the four horsewomen were in there. That would and be like pretty cool. And Becky and, Sh- and Sasha would still be in there. So it starts that feud of the four horse and the four horse, two on two in the Rumble. It didn't come to be, but uh, Ember Moon did still defeat uh, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Shayna. I'm Shayna. I like. She's pretty intense. It's very intense. Um, she's scary, man. Like I, I would not want to be down a dark alleyway and bump into her. <laughs> like, snap my arm clean off. It was uh, very. I don't know why I would be down a dark alleyway with her to begin with. But. <laughs> it was. I was a, like, why, why would both of you be there? It was a ten minute, it. ten minute match, mostly on the mat. It yeah. was a lot of ground and pound, working the arm, good storytelling. Uh, but then Ember Moon rolled her up, got the win. Alistair Black versus. Adam Cole <laughs> Bailey, which gets the biggest pop wherever yeah. he is because he, he, he is the man. And I've grown to love him just from used to. Like, literally. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have to. There's, like, I don't, I don't stand a chance. I have to love go him. Go on you If you even just want to get an idea of what his potential is, go on YouTube. Go to, like, the Ring of Honor YouTube or just even just type it in and Google some of his promos. And some of his old matches from like Ring of Honor and the indie circuit. He's from this area. Yeah, he's from like oh, Lancaster. Yeah, yep. he's from this area. So like, how do I know him, that? I did, did research. Come on, guys. And so, well, they bill him from Florida or California, I think. But um, um f- just just do yourself that favor. Yeah, and he, and he's, some, he's such a bad age as me. He's twenty eight. Yeah, he's such a bad ass. And his stuff in PWG Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. Gorilla in California, mm-hmm. they like let people be a little <laughs> bit more loose out there. So he does some like hilarious stuff with this tag team called the Young Bucks. 
Um, and they just like have fun, man. It's like awesome. it's it's almost like you're kind of like on the inside with everyone. Like you know how wrestling's always like, oh, it's real and stuff, but these guys kind of like expose it and yeah. have fun with it. Yeah. And as a fan, it's just awesome to watch that. And he was one of the guys that did a lot of fun stuff out there. But he was in the Bullet Club, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they went to New Japan. The Bullet Club is like DX yeah, yeah. meets NWO. Yep. And like I, I saw because I watched a lot of the matches at, at Toby's house and GS Network. And I guess when Adam Cole gets to the ring, it was the Adam Cole. You just did the whole crowd, baby. And it's just like, oh, damn. I, I could definitely be, if I was there, I would have lost my voice. When actually, when before TakeOver started, um, I was, I texted Damien and said, where are you? He ended up sitting, what, a couple rows over from us. Yeah. And uh, so we met up right in the in the hallway of the Wells Fargo Center. And like Kevin Lanky's there. And I, I Kevin saw Lanky's your, brother was there. And we're just all hanging out. And I was wearing my Undisputed Era shirt, which is like Adam Cole's thing. And uh, his stable. And I was just waiting for people to just walk by. And just when you hear Adam Cole and the rest of the crowd, just baby, right in the hallways. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. So that's like the things that wrestling brings you is yeah. is like that fun atmosphere. That's why live shows are cool. Yeah. Um, just for the atmosphere alone. I mean, I would have never known how fun they are if it wasn't for Damien Snaps. Like <laughs> you and Scott were losing your minds and I was just cracking. I was like, this alone, like they should have like your own like, little web series of yeah. just like behind the scenes because it was hilarious. Alistair Black and Adam Cole in the Extreme Rules match went on for 22 minutes. Grueling minutes. Throwing people through ladders. Getting super kicked off the top rope. Falling through tables. Incredible match. Alistair Alistair Black picked up the win. Alistair Black, if you ever watched NXT with me, he's this hes uh, this guy who, he, first of all, his entrance is sick. He like, gets raised up from the ground. His music kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Undertaker-ish? A little bit Undertaker-esque. Punk, but punk rock? Punk, total like okay. metal. Metal Metal, for sure. And uh, tattooed like to high hell. Uh, and just <laughs> comes in and when he'll, like let's say he knocks somebody out of the ring. Right, a lot of people would go. They run. They either do a suicide dive yeah. or they jump over the top rope. What he does is he runs to the ropes, jumps on the middle rope, does a backflip, and lands in a seated position and just sits there and wait and just taunts you. That's awesome. It's so badass, awesome. this guy. Um, he ended up beating Adam Cole, yep. uh, but in a fantastic, <laughs> in a fantastic twenty. And that was cool because that was the one match in the card where I said, I don't care who wins. Yeah. I swear to God, didn't matter to me. And they literally killed each other. They like, sure did. The Death Valley driver onto the two <laughs> oh steel my God, chairs. I forgot about that. So they took oh. two steel chairs, opened them, and put them back to back like this. Oh no! Yeah, like right here. One dude top. picks yeah, the yeah. other guy up. Death Valley drivers oh. them onto it. Like, like his it was... back, just Adam Cole's back bounced off the damn chairs. It was oh. insane. And of course, like it's it's worth a um, like a rewatch just to hear Mauro Ranallo. Like do his oh, Mama Manola broken in half, dude. They, he goes nuts. I do have to rewatch. I I said it. I wanted to watch Takeover with the commentary. I, re- I went back and rewatched the Rumble with commentary. Oh, the Rumble was so good. Too. It was so good. Andrade, Cien Almas, and Selena Vega versus Johnny Gargano, who actually had his wife Candice Ray, <coughs> who just recently signed with NXT mm-hmm. by ringside. Thirty-two minute match tore the house down. Dude, it was like uh, the people I was sitting next to. Like you're like, this is it. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. He kicked out. Oh my god! And then like so it many was just false finishes. it was back and forth and back and forth. And um, it, it definitely that was probably I've never got to watch a five star match in person. Me neither. Now I can finally say that I got to watch one in person. Like it was from an athleticism standpoint, a storytelling standpoint. It was simple. It worked. It was awesome and. I really thought Amos winning was was good too. Mm-hmm. As much as I wanted to see Gargano win, he's got like that Daniel Bryan like underdog esque thing. The only person he reminds me of is Daniel Bryan. Yeah. He's the next Daniel Bryan for sure, for sure. Now, does he have Daniel had the yes? Well, he created the yes around 
Mania 30 or so, but just Johnny doesn't have that. He doesn't have that quick, short catchphrase, so he's just Johnny Wrestling, yeah. which is really cool. That's a cool nickname. Johnny freaking Wrestling. <laughs> I like his uh, his little logo, too. It's like a black eye, like smiley face looking thing. Really sweet. But that was NXT TakeOver. Super good event. Uh, overall, how do you, you've watched every TakeOver. I've watched every TakeOver. How do you feel it stacks up against like the Brooklyns and the Chicagos and the War Games? Honestly, just for the, main of, the two main events, I thought it was – for me, I think it would be a top three. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite TakeOver ever – was Dallas oh just for God, Zane and Nakamura? I have watched that um, match because it was match of the year candidate two years ago or last year. I mm-hmm. forget. Like that was an insane match. Uh, you had American Alpha and the Revival mm-hmm. tag team match was crazy. Uh, that was a good show, but this one's like definitely top three for me. I don't know where exactly, and I don't even know what the number two would be. I, I like Chicago a lot. That Dunn and Tyler Bate match that is was incredible. Good. I think that's also the same one where you had the DIY. Revival authors of Pain Ladder oh, the match. ladder match. Yeah, where Champa turned on Gargano. Yes. I think that was that. And I actually liked the War Games match. That was too. good too. They, they did well with the War Games match. But okay. No, it was just, it was brutal. It was like in a good way. On to the Royal Rumble, and we'll move pretty quick through this because we do have a full show we want to get <laughs> to. Uh started off with three uh Pre-show matches, we don't really even need to get really into them, except for the one I want to touch on is Bobby Roode was going to defend his United States Championship against an unnamed opponent. I wanted to go into the show just to see this pre-show match. Um, we, were, we were Xfinity Live hanging out. You got all the attention in the world because you were dressed up as Seamus Thivar. The bar. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> I was like, I can't wait. Who's Bobby Roode going to wrestle? I thought it was going to be Corbin or Ziggler. Turns out to be Mojo Rawley. I left. I read that it was supposed to be Adam Cole, but they didn't want Adam Cole to take a, a big loss in Philly again. So they were quickly switched it to um, Mojo Rawley, which does nothing really? for me. Yeah, That would have been interesting. Well, what would you rather have, see that match or watch? I would not have wanted lose. to see Adam Cole because, number one, it was the pre-show. Yeah. So not a lot of people would have so gotten the they, same exposure. So then they did the right move. And coming up in probably all of our top threes, uh, we'll yeah. find out who was an entrant. <laughs> <laughs> but the first match of the night, which is cool but weird, I know that it need to kick off with a bang. But AJ Styles uh, versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a two-on-one handicap match. AJ Styles win wins in a controversial fashion where there was a missed tag. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens lose the match. AJ retains in 15 minutes. Good match. Yep, it was a nice starter. I love Kevin Owens. Really like Sami Zayn in this heel character because he just like bobs around like an idiot. Yep. He's just very, like, yep. very enthusiastic. Yeah. Like he's he's almost like a face, but he's just like rubbing it in your face. People still do the let's go during his music. They still mm-hmm. pop for him like he's a face, but he just his alignment with Kevin Owens. I mean, they're teasing the breakup now. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it's too swerve. soon. Yeah. I, I, I think totally it's, I think it's a setup. I'd love to see a finger poke of doom or something next week <laughs> or just a double pin. Dude. Where they where they both have to get a shot against AJ again, yeah. like something like that. Finger poke of doom was a WCW thing. Kevin Nash uh, oh, wow. won the title from Goldberg. He was the first person to beat Goldberg. Yes. The next Monday on Nitro, Hogan wanted the title match. So what they did was, and they were they were both kind of in NWO. It was the back end of WCW, which was complete shit. I think it was 2000 when this happened. The match starts, and Hogan just goes like this to Nash, and he falls over and gets the three count. Wow. Yeah. I don't, was, I don't even remember that. It's the finger poke of doom. <laughs> I love Jesus. old wrestling. <laughs> it's so bad. The next match was the Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin in a two out of three falls match. Fresh off a of DIY or D, D, wow, DUI. <laughs> DIY was an old Jesus. tag team. Uh, a DUI, Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso retain and sweep it. 
which I like. It was different. Different. Little. They didn't, they didn't do the yellow. Whole. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't do the whole. Oh, one fall. Oh, it's all tied up. Who's gonna win? Like, I really thought the Usos were gonna lose because of that whole DUI thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm okay with it. Gable I, and Benjamin are for me. They don't, I, hit, they don't hit for me very hard. I like. I like them separately. Sa- I want to see Shelton go on a singles run. Yeah. Gable had, Gable showed well in his singles push. Yeah. The small singles push. I like when he goes, shush. That's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> Benjamin still can't cut a promo. No. Still can't. That's, I don't know if they're guarding him from a singles run because he can't cut a promo. In this day and age, you need to cut promos. Um, but just a decent. I mean, it was a decent match. It was only 14 minutes long, but whatever. The next match, third on the card, I went... I went for my crap break during the tag match, uh, or at least right as it ended. I ran to the bathroom as soon as the bell rang, and I was like, oh, I'll be back. The third match is whatever. Um, then it's the Men's Royal Rumble. How'd you feel about that? I, third match on the card. So, um, you know, I, I know, know uh, people that work for WWE, and, like, oh, they never, give, they never give us spoilers or anything. They don't, you know, they're not doing anything bad. But, uh, yeah, like... I I was texting him and he never tells me anything. I'm like, dude, this is insane. Like, mm-hmm. I love the layout of the card. I thought it was, it felt natural. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it was, um, you know, any kind of specific. Like, it, it didn't feel out of place. Right. And I kind of liked that they did a third because we knew we had the women's rumble. And I think yep. if we did back to back rumbles, people would have just got tired mm-hmm. and we would have been like kind of exhausted of just watching the same thing. I thought the women's rumble was going to kick the show off. I could have, but I'm actually looking back on it now. Like you said, the card made sense right. because of a who on the rumble, b the vibe of the rumble. It you needed that come down match right. with the with the, the bar and Sheamus. And, I'm sorry, the bar and uh, Jordan and Rollins. After that, it did flow because you needed that. Like, oh my god, we just had an hour and six minutes of just pure madness, and that's where our top three is going to be born. The Men's Royal Rumble, 30-man, over-the-top row, Battle Royale for supremacy, and a chance to go on to WrestleMania uh, for a shot at a title of your choosing. Starting it off was Rusev and Finn Balor, yeah. which was incredible. The, uh, the whole Rusev Day thing, like, it's so it, funny. people it's so were over. going nuts. Um, Rusev Day. I was Rusev calling, Day. I thought Elias would have came out. Yeah. Because then he could have just eliminated just, someone, right. sat down, did his whole guitar thing, mm-hmm. and like it would have been amazing and the crowd would have ate it up. Yep. But kicking it off with Rusev, I thought was awesome. My prediction going in was that for both Rumbles, they were going to have two people to start off both with crazy good entrances. You had. I heard Aiden English. Again, I was in the crapper. I did not expect this. I'm mid-wipe, and I just hear, Rusev Day. And I'm like, gotta go. Holy shit. <laughs> People in the bathroom are flipping out. F this. This sucks. I didn't pay money to see this third. Da, 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 da. I'm like, guys, get over it. Just go watch it. Yeah. You're here. You're going to see it eventually. Who cares where it falls? Um, but you hear Rusev. <clears throat> and then Finn Balor's awesome entrance comes out. I'm in the tunnel watching him just go. Da, da, da. But we are here at our top three. We're going to weave it in. We're going to weave it into the 30-man entrance. We're not going to go entrant by entrant, but Sam. You could have timed it any purpose. Kick it off. My number three is Finn Balor. Yeah, baby. Who came in at number two, lasted 57 minutes, and some change, which is freaking insane. Without Viagra. Well, yeah, I, I would hope. He was Crimson Balor. I would have never, yeah. like we talked before, I would have never guessed that he was 36. He looks freaking great for his age. He's always smiling. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It looks like he, he's loving it. So, I, it, I mean... I would I wouldn't have mind seeing him win it all, but oh, for, for lasting sure. fifty seven minutes, he made I'm it to impressed. the final four. I'm he made yeah. it to the final four. So at that point, awesome to see, great showing for Finn. Then he got squashed the next night by John Cena. Yes, <laughs> uh, my number three was 
Stand in the back. There's a hurricane coming through. Gregory Shane Helms, whatever you want to call it. Now, dude, he, I, I popped so hard for the hurricane. And, like, uh, Corey Graves just buried him. He's like, oh, it looks like the hurricane's been spending some time at Tony Luke's. I'm like, oh, my God. So uh, do you just, remember Shane Helms or Gregory the Hurricane Helms? I, I, knew, I, knew the her- I don't know the first one, but the second one. The same guy. Oh. Um, it's just he's this guy. He's a superhero, but he's in green and black, and he has a mask on, and he just comes up and just does like Who the, the he like takes his cape and throws it in front of him. He did that. <laughs> oh wait a he, minute! When he got eliminated, he went around to every part of the arena and just did that for everybody. Oh, dude, he milked it in, man. Yeah, he, he, sure he, he milked it. He, <laughs> he grew up with the Hardys. They yes. all grew up oh, in Cameron, cool. North Carolina. Uh, it's like kind of grew up together wrestling together. So he made a cool. It was a cool little legends. I was expecting the boogeyman. I didn't get him. But I was expecting it. He was on Raw 25, so I figured okay, that go. they were going to get him in there. But that would have been cool. But my number three is oh, er, Elias. <laughs> Elias coming in at number six. And the way he was introduced was amazing. Baron Corbin comes in at four, goes on this tantrum after he gets eliminated. So everybody, Finn Balor, Rusev, Heath Slater. Heath Slater. <laughs> Heath Slater, who came in and got just demolished, never made it into the match until like way later. Everyone's on the floor hurting. So Elias has an empty ring to come to, and he walks out with his, his guitar, guitars. and he starts playing the I don't know how I riff. feel about him yet. Oh, I don't know. He'll grow to love him. I dude. don't know. Because when you're in the crowd, and he just says, I have a question for all of you. <laughs> Who wants to walk with Elias? And walk with Elias, WWE. So oh, it's like, wow. he, the whole and thing then, is like, yeah. what does WWE yeah. stand for? Walk with Elias. And now he's trying to to get to WrestleMania, so it'll be WrestleMania with Elias. Oh yeah. Um and quick quick side note, so like my buddy and I dressed up as the bar. Yep. There's this other There's dude. There's a picture of it up. on our Instagram. Yes. Uh, that's right. Yep. I was like you better put it on the gram you're like it's already up. It's already on the <laughs> Um, there was a dude who dressed up as Elias. He made his own guitar with a beer holder in it. So he had it like this, had Impressive. the beer in there. Impressive. Then at the end of the rumble, we're in the bathroom getting ready to leave. And he comes in. He's like, I just got one question for y'all. <laughs> who wants to piss with Elias? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, the dude was awesome. He dresses up as Roman. Yeah. He looks like Roman. He looks like Rollins. He dresses up as all these guys, cool. and he like really gets into it. And I think he was a little hurt that he didn't win the costume contest. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Xfinity twenty five dollar Xfinity Live gift card, baby. <laughs> and Elias comes down, rings empty. He does this, and he sings a song about the Rocky statue and all this stuff. He's a heel, so he's like shitting yeah. on it. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't an Eagles drop in there. I was waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, me too. But anyway, he comes knew in, better than ha- had a good that. showing overall he's jacked up especially in like the shoulder back air super super over uh he had a nice feud with john cena for a little bit there um but that's my number three number two adam cole baby and it, it, it's just from you used to just screaming it, it got me to love the guy it stinks he only lasted a little over six minutes but it's good to see him get after it. that match he had the night before it made sense he, he had the rib ta- he had the rib tape on yeah. it made sense uh, my number two, I, w- I was going to go with Cole because I really like Cole. I lost my mind when he came out. I, I, um, your Snapchat? Like, I literally oh, lost. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. The guy next to me must have hated me. <laughs> um, but my number two is actually uh, Andrade Cien yeah. Almas, hot, hot off a uh, – or fresh off a hot victory at NXT TakeOver. I thought that was a really good spot for the NXT champ to be mixing it up with the main roster guys in the Rumble. He came in seventh right after Elias, lasted over a half hour incredibly good showing had an elimination or two yeah. uh, and that was after a 33 minute five star match the night before so nothing but respect for him mine was uh coming in at number 27 619 
Rey Mysterio. That was a good one. I can't believe Dude, that he's, happened. He's in like amazing shape. He too. looks better than he did I, before. I can't believe he's not just his whole body's just broken. I can't. And believe he's it. like this big. He, he eats nutrition solutions. That's why I see him all the time. He's eating that. Um, but, but he was like a free agent, so nobody expected it. There were a little bit of rumors, but he's not back with the company full time. He was on a plane the next day, moving out. So yeah. it was cool to see that one time. That's I think why he made my list was because he's not probably probably not going to be with the company full time moving forward so that was like my special moment that i got to see him live i've never seen him live before and the good thing was it was like this rumble if you if you look at it versus the rumble two years ago in philly or three years ago i think um he got booed out of the building people Mm -hmm. were so pissed because they just didn't care they they didn't want to see roman reigns win they wanted somebody new but like in this rumble you could kind of feel like like winds of change you could feel like the tide was shifting something was going to happen and literally everybody that came out there got a huge pop like it was just a top to bottom it was a really good rumble and i was really happy to see him and my number one is i I started liking him again from you guys he was the winner shinsuke nakamura from damien's all his come on again his snapchats to his entrance and he gets to the ring and basically bends in half he is a flexible individual. Yeah, came in at number fourteen, lasted forty-four minutes, freaking thirty-seven years of age, and I I love the part where it wasn't the rumble, but when I was with, with Toby, when it was, we know that he's most of our AJ Styles coming up, and then AJ Styles comes out when Kevin Owens and and Sami Zayn come out bitching about how the match or something, then they they kind of partner up and they walk away. I just thought that was awesome that they kind of like. Oh no, we, we, we don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to verse you too. Like, but you know, they they fought anyway. That was my favorite. Um, that was my number one because they didn't. They haven't done much with Nakamura. Like right. in NXT, he was super special. Had like the violin guy come out, do his entrance, and it was just like this whole mystique. And then he comes to SmackDown. It's like, oh hey, here's Shinsuke Nakamura, just like everybody else. Dolph Ziggler first feud. Exactly. So like he came <clears throat> in, he won the Rumble, yep. and then he said, "I challenge AJ Styles." So, <laughs> I can't stop saying that. And it's so... Knee to face. Oh, <laughs> as, as that whole part's going, your, your steps, you are going absolutely oh, bananas. Dude. And Scott just... You, when you go to him, he's taking his head like, I was just dying. His, his finisher is called the Kinshasa, and it's basically a knee to the face. And there's a... A tradition, you'll call it, in WWE commentary, where it has to be Corey Graves. Whenever he does the finisher, Corey Graves just goes, Kinshasa! <laughs> so when he did it during the Rumble, everyone, to, to Roman Reigns, everyone freaked out. Uh, my number one, it was clearly Shinsuke Nakamura because of how much I love him yeah. and how much, but it's Adam Cole, <laughs> baby! Because I got to say it in person uh, two nights in a row. Dude, it's the awesome. best. And to see... Because you never know if it's if that means they're called up or if that just means that it's a one-time. a one-time thing. And in my mind, I said to the guy next to me, I said, we're going to see him on Raw. We're going to see him on SmackDown. We're going to see him. We're going to see him. We ended up not. But still, with that mystique, could he be called up to me? Do I get to see Adam Cole versus Shinsuke Nakamura? No, to, Holy crap. To me, I think it makes sense just because how much the crowd seems to love him. Yep. They're all, they're screaming their asses off. Every crowd, dude. Yeah. Every crowd just goes Adam Cole. Back. Everyone, uh, yeah, everyone goes nuts for him. I mean, it's it's such an easy catchphrase. It's his name with Bay Bay, and that's <laughs> it. But he also is just like, he's just the man. It's not like he's like a bad wrestler and he just has a cool catchphrase and people latch on for that like he's good in the ring he mm-hmm. just carries himself really well um so yeah i was i popped really hard for that and another thing real quick i take over 
EC3 and War Machine. I like lost my and mind. And Ricochet. Yes. And Ricochet. Who wrestled Trevor at a Man. house show last night yep. as Ricochet. Really? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? I saw that. He posted a picture of Kyrie Sane afterwards. Oh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane's awesome. We'll oh, get to her. We'll get to her goodness. in a minute. She's going to follow on the gram, baby. <laughs> she is a good she's a little she's a little risqueer than I risqueier yeah. than I thought she would and be. We, we ain't talking club risque. <laughs> I mean we kinda are. Well yeah, I we guess so. be, actually. in the context. We're talking ship at risque. It's, uh, it's on the seven seas. Big elbow drop. This girl has the coolest elbow drop since the Macho Man. Uh, but but awesome, awesome, awesome rumble. Shinsuke takes it. It was Shinsuke, Finn, Balor, John Cena, and Roman Reigns in the final four. 100%. That's old guard versus new. Yep. And they pushed it out of the way. And it was just absolutely perfect. And because Roman Reigns won the rumble in 2015 in Philly, because he's getting pushed to high heaven, you did actually legitimately think for a second that Roman was going to win it. Yes. In the crowd, there was that... And you guys would have been pissed if you won. Oh, God. Yeah. But this is why I think I kind of knew Shinsuke was going to win, was because third match of the night, if Roman wins that and gets a chorus of boos, the rest of the show is shot. Yeah. rest of the show is shot. So to have Shinsuke, that amazing moment. Then you have the bar uh, versus Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins for the Raw Tag Team Championships, which Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins lose. The bar is now like 42-time champions in the last (laughs) six months, uh, which is all well and good. Uh, you were dressed up as the new champs. So yeah, how'd that it. how'd that make you feel, dude? It was. I'll tell you what, man. I honestly like. I felt like a celebrity. So many people were just like, "The bar, can we get pictures?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You should like, have seen this guy at Xfinity. Dude, it's so many people were people. taking sure. pictures, and like, um, the people behind the people in our section like loved it too. Like, people were going nuts for us. Like, it, that's what Scott I love about shaved wrestling. His head. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did just not. for it. Just for it. Well, I think it's because he lost a. Uh, I told him he was like he, lost a bet. he wanted to do a viral <laughs> match. He's like, we should do a match hair versus hair. I'm like, you already lost a hair versus hair match to Father Time. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so then he Coming shaved it that day. Gene pool. See what I did there? Part Shout out to Gene Cornsey. Exactly. <laughs> Inside joke. Brock Lesnar versus uh, Kane versus Braun Strowman. A triple threat match for the Universal Championship. Eleven minutes of pure blah. Yeah. Uh, Frig Lesnar. Frig Lesnar. It was just boring. There was no really high spots, even though there was trying to be. There's F five through announced tables and and there was a nice table spot with Braun Strowman, but like it's all stuff we've seen before. If you watch the SummerSlam match, you've seen this yeah. match already. Lesnar, F five's Kane, who was only there to take the pin. When are they gonna give this title to Braun Strowman? I hear that he's going to now feud with the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. It's just like get a belt on this guy because yeah. he is so effing. He's over. a monster. Yeah. No one could no one no. can honestly beat this guy. And he personality wise, man. Yeah, he's like he's. It's not like he's just like a big dude who destroys. Like he's got like a personality. He's like fun and he's like hilarious too. Especially in the mix match challenge, which uh, him and Alexa, Alexa Bliss are a team. Oh, we didn't say anything, Alexa. Um, <laughs> we're good. We're good. It, like he's awesome. Like he's just great. I. I I think they're doing a slow burn with him as they realize they it's he's really so slow. popular that they don't have to put the belt on him, but right. I hope that he gets it. Yeah, that's definitely – they're milking what they have with him. But anyway, uh, on to the Women's Royal Rumble, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. As soon as I heard Becky's music number two, uh, which I actually called both of those right, um, you knew she wasn't going to win. Becky gets shit on in that company, man. Yeah. She'll do whatever they say. And she just gets the raw end, but then she'll go star in Marine Six, so it's okay. But man, she needs to she needs a bigger push. She was the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion, the first woman drafted, and she's so good and so over and so. Uh, well, I guess I already said it. She's really good in the ring, and she needs a bigger push than she's getting. But she comes in number two, Sarah Logan, the first ever woman to come down. To the Rumble via Countdown. I love Sarah Logan. I'm a huge Sarah Logan fan and a big Mandy Rose fan. There's oh, your three and four. Yes. Then number five, 
Lita came back. That's awesome. Yeah, Lita comes back. Really cool moment. She I almost botched the moonsault oh and broke God, her neck. Oh my God, I thought neck. she was going to die. Yeah, she almost broke her neck. Well, how long has been since she actually wrestled? She still does some indie stuff awesome. every now and again, but for WWE, it's been freaking years. Yeah. And she wasn't on Raw 25. She swerved everyone saying she wasn't going to be there, and she was mad. She shows up. She gets two wrestlers. I forget who it was. Probably Logan and Mandy Rose. On the middle of the ring, does a moonsault. But instead of jumping and doing a moonsault, she just kind of went... And oh. her neck was probably this far away from. The she like uh, barely got the rotation over. Yeah, yeah but then the crowd, scary. the crowd pumped her on that because they were like, "You still got it." Yeah. It was cool. Then Kyrie saying our pirate princess comes oh, in at number six, God. and she just walks down the ring. She has like you know a pi- uh, like a pirate ship wheel. Yeah, it's got like all the holders yeah. on it or whatever. She has one of those, and she's got like a freaking like monogram. She like comes down in this pirate cap, and, oh, okay. Okay. and she just goes like this because she knows she's got this elbow drop where she jumps off the ropes, and she literally is horizontal in midair, or maybe even more. And she just slams her elbow down right into the solar plexus. Yeah. It's it's insane how she, she like contorts her body to do it, but it's it's such a good elbow drop. I love it. For in terms of like special legends or NXT call ups, I mean oh. it was the it was this the schlock. Uh, Alicia Fox was hurt. She never ended up doing it. Tamina was hurt, but she ended up coming in. I forget why. Um, Dana Brooke, Tori Wilson came back. No Ava Marie. No, no. no. She sucks at wrestling. We still love her. She's not the all red everything anymore. I'll always, yeah, I always love her. The the legend uh, Tori Wilson comes back. Sonya Deville was next. Liv Morgan after that. Then the returning Molly Holly, who looked really good. Yeah, she was awesome. Uh, Lana, and when Lana comes out, everybody just starts chanting Rusev Day. <laughs> uh, then Michelle McCool, she's the Undertaker's wife. She's thirty eight. He's in his fifties. Oh. It worked out perfectly. <laughs> She looks exactly the same. She does. Ruby Riot. Then at number 16, if we had a top three, this would be my number one. Vicky Guerrero comes out. Everyone excuse me. Dude, it was it perfect. Was so good. She just gets so much heat. Yep. And it's it was just like, it's funny because you don't realize how many women have come and gone through WWE over the years. And then like you watch the Rumble and you have Lita who I, I was watching it like, what, 2001 with S.A. Rios before she was with the Hardys. Wow. And Vicky Guerrero was general manager and she dated Edge on screen yep. and like all this crazy stuff. And like, it, it was just like a lot of really good feel good moments. Carmella comes in at 17, Natalia 18, Kelly Kelly at 19. People say she still looks the same as when she did. I don't believe so. I think she looks a little aged, but in a good way. You think so? Yeah. I think she looks... A little fake, a little plastic. I think she was a lot better when she was with the company. Now we can say that mother or father time does that to everybody. But, but her first name is Barbie, so you might have a point there. The Barbie Blank. <laughs> blank, I think? Blank. Yeah. Yeah, Barbie Blank. Naomi comes in at 20. Jacqueline, the Hall of Famer, at 21. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Nia Jax at 22. The NXT Women's Champion in the arm wrap. Ember Moon comes out at 23. Followed by Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, at 24. And mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. 25, Asuka. Nobody's ready for Asuka. 26, Mickey James, 27 and 28, the Bellas, number 29, Bailey, and number 30, to a huge pop, Rhonda, nope, Trish Stratus. Oh my gosh. My, she will always so be good. my number she looks, one. She looks Trish Stratus is number one. She looks Avery gets amazing. number two for that. So Asuka ends up winning it uh, with her and Nikki yeah. Bella on the outside of the ring on the apron, a nice botched knee strike that Nikki falls off the ring and Asuka wins. So you had the, which was crazy to me that you had the two insane. In the membrane, like Asian characters who they're not the prototypical WWE jacked up superstar, both in one night win both Rumbles, which was a cool moment. I almost wanted to see Nakamura come out with her, but then you have Charlotte and Alexa Bliss were at ringside. They both come in afterwards. Asuka is about to announce who she wants to take on at WrestleMania before she has that opportunity. Joan Jett. 
I don't give a damn about my reputation yeah. hits. And Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, comes out to what could only be described as an audible, sensational pop. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves Ronda. It was uh, it was pretty cool. I thought it kind of took away from Asuka, though. 100%. Because Asuka's like, oh, hey, first ever women's Royal Rumble winner. Oh, by the way, uh, whichever one of these people you don't want, it looks like Ronda's just going to challenge. And, you know, it, it was. I think it's good for WWE. Apparently, she's been training a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Kendrick. And she's been doing a lot of stuff. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I think it'll be good. I think if you put her in a mixed tag at Mania, maybe with Rock, maybe with Kurt Angle versus like Triple H and Stephanie. I was thinking Stephanie, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. I think that would be kind of cool. She have the authority figures going at it. I uh, thought that would be pretty neat. Apparently, as we'll get to in the movie section, the Rock's Jungle Cruise movie is going to be filming in May. And they don't want Rocky to wrestle in, at Mania because if he gets hurt, they don't have insurance to cover it. I read that yesterday on Cultaholic, so, uh, but we'll see. I don't know if it's true or not, but I agree with you 100%. It did take away from Asuka because Ronda Rousey's whole big thing was it was kind of lame. She didn't say a word. She came out and just well, pointed Stone to the Cole Mania came out, side. He didn't say a word. But he's got a gimmick, and he did the Steve Weisers. He did two, three stunners. Ronda just came out in this oversized leather jacket, which was Roddy Piper, so I won't say anything bad about it. Then she comes out, and she does this dramatic point to the WrestleMania sign, which is really overdone. Yeah. Really overdone. She stops, stares at Charlotte, does it again, goes to shake Asuka's hand. Then Asuka slaps it away. So I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. This is going to set up that feud maybe before Mania or just maybe a one-off match to get her excited. But then you can't – either one of those can't lose. So, uh, you know, what I would have done, what I would have liked to see – is Asuka's on Raw, she, she goes up, she picks Alexa Bliss, stares her in the face, Charlotte's off to the side laughing, like, <laughs> and then her music hits, and then those two stare each other down. That would have been perfect. That would have been good. Yeah, I, I concur. <laughs> we're, we're, we're really... Yeah, uh, it was an hour. We're Sorry. really late on time, so we're going to skip over Raw and SmackDown. That's fine. Uh, real quick, Dudley's headed to the Hall of Fame, so the Dudley boys... That's well-deserved. The they, yeah. they broke thousands of tables. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Devon. Uh, so, yeah, so it's going to be the Dudleys and Goldberg so far has been the 2018 Hall of Fame class. So that makes her some good speeches. And I'm sure uh, Goldberg's son's going to take his shirt off again. <laughs> uh, in the movie section, there was a trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't watch it until yesterday, but it was okay. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. For, for what they showed, it, it looks to be, to me, better than the first one. Because the, like, so. the, the first one, I know you love the first one. The first one, I just thought was okay. That was more of like a heist movie to me, but I enjoyed it for what it was. What did you think about the first one? Uh, first one I liked because I just like anything Paul Rudd. Yep. And when I was like, wait, Paul Rudd's going to be a superhero. And he's going to be the Ant-Man. And I'm like, all right. And it was awesome. And I like, I think this is kind of like more the light hearted area of the MCU, which there's jokes in every movie and they're kind of yeah. all a little bit light, but, um, and we, then uh, well, you had Michael Pena in the first one. He was is he returning? Things. He's yeah, returning. Yeah. yeah, he was in the he's in the trailer for like yeah, a you see split yeah. second. As long as he doesn't do blink, chips you again, missed it. yeah, just don't do chips. Chips sucked. But. <laughs> I didn't see. It. I was him in Dak Shepard. I didn't see that one. Yet. Yeah, that's. Oh I think God, it will be good though. I'm excited for it. <laughs> There's a part in Chips where Dak Shepard says that his arm is made out of a t- titanium alloy or something like that, so he can't get shot. And he specifically says it's his left arm, but in the movie he gets shot in his right arm and it still bounces off, and they completely miss the continuity. Like, completely wow. missed it. People online are like, does Dak Shepard know his left from his right arm? Like, crazy <laughs> stuff. Hey, guys, Chips, more like shits. <laughs> <laughs> yup. 
Yep, oh, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Venom film is reportedly done filming, which is cool, but on top of that, there were some toys by Hasbro that were leaked that could give away what they're going to look like in the film. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hyped. I can't wait to see the trailer for this. I'm sure as everyone is. Um, I thought the figures. I thought Carnage looked more. Carnage looked bad. I thought he looked more bad. Venom than looked Venom. like Venom. Hey, Venom. Do you guys, just, do you guys have these? They just pages. got the, the. Oh yeah, I'll show them to you. Um, um sorry. Carnage looks like the classic badass. Like you know, has like almost like the like the geek the sickle blade in his hand. Nice. It's, it looks awesome. Venom just again looks like normal Venom, but just it gives me a lot of hype for Carnage. Like look at Whoa. that. Come on. And then Venom just kind of looks like Venom. You know, like, okay, Venom looks okay, but to me, Carnage is the standout out of the toys, but... He's got that Carnage bulge, baby. (laughs) Jesus. I'm sorry. sorry. I I can't hold myself back every now and again. (sighs) The Black Panther film, we talked about last week that this film was tracking for $100 million. That was seven days ago. Seven days later, it's now tracking for $150 million on its opening weekend. Yeah, and it's it's already ahead of like – I can't believe that it's ahead of the the Captain America Civil War because that was like an Avengers film. Everyone is when their Spider-Man was – just Black Panther. Everyone's like, this is our movie. I just think it's the mystique because it's like a different land that we haven't really Mm -hmm. seen yet. And a different character. And different character. Different villain, Michael B. Jordan, who's yep, yeah. he's great. He, so that shoots down Come his chances there. of ever being a human torch in the Thank Marvel, Marvel <laughs> Thank universe. God. I'll take him as Killmonger rather than Johnny Blaze. Killmonger and, and uh, Adonis Creed. I'm, I'm yeah, good exactly. with that. Seriously, and the kid yeah. from Chronicle. <laughs> yeah, okay, I draw the line there. That's it. <laughs> you didn't like Chronicle? No, no, I did. That's why I said like, okay, that's the, good, one, good, good. the last one. I, I really in. liked Chronicle like a lot more than I should have. I saw it in theaters three times, and I shouldn't <laughs> have. I shouldn't have. Uh, Kevin Feige says that the X Men are still years away from joining the MCU, which makes sense. They, you know, they've been playing this MCU for years and years. You know, with the first Iron Man came out in what? Oh, 2008. 08. So you yeah, know, they've had. All these years to plan it, which is smart. Like, I, I, I don't think you want to jump right in, with, just throw X-Men down our throat. You know, we already have the X-Men Dark Phoenix coming out, so yeah. I think we're, we're okay. I just hope that if they do, like, I want to see Deadpool. I want to see Wolverine. I think those would be the two biggest ones I'd want to see interact with Hulk, with yeah. Thor, with Deadpool. those guys. Now, Deadpool's always going to be up there for me. What, I know what, what Hugh Jackman always said. He always wanted to see Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Now, with him being Venom, it kind of makes it. Okay, now who the hell is going to play Wolverine now? So I'm interested to see where that character goes. Aaron Paul. I'm kidding. Every time we say it, I just say Aaron Paul's name, no matter what. Quote, there's been no communication, Feige said. Quote, we're not thinking about it. We're focusing on everything we've already announced. If and when the deal actually happens, we'll start to think more about it. Until then, we have a lot to do. So not really saying that they won't join it, but that's the typical answer because technically the deal hasn't actually gone through. And that's not their property. And and I'm sure they're still trying to like – fine-tune what Phase 4 is going to be, you know, because right. obviously with, at the end of second Infinity War, that's the end of Phase 3, so. Because I think you're going to need star power eventually because you have a lot of people, like Chris Evans, yep. seems like he wants to be on his way out. Which Robert sucks. Downey Jr., so I don't think he's going to be able to do it forever. Well, he's already 50-something. He said, like, guys, I'm, I'm old, yeah. you know. Gambit, film, reportedly... Pulled from the Fox release I'm schedule. So uh, there goes Channing Tatum's superhero career. I mean, he he still states like he's still trying to get this film made, but they can't stick with a schedule. They can't keep it director. It sucks. What man. comes out first, this or the Batman? Batman. You think? Yeah, yeah. On it, look, okay, okay, Batman. We have a director. We don't have a Batman. Oh, okay, <laughs> at least we have a game. We have something like you have game. At least the director is like he can like you know well, put, put you the pieces of the puzzle a, together. You don't have Affleck, a Batman. Affleck's officially like done done. Uh, he so they're saying Suicide Squad two may be his last ever or appearance Flashpoint. or Flashpoint, and that was 
pretty he wants quick. Out. Yeah, yeah, he wants out. And I, that's what I said. It tarnishes his legacy because, well, not really his legacy, but maybe Batman's. Um, I don't know. At least it's it, not it, George I th- Clooney. I think but. it just depends what they do, like what Matt Reeves does. Yeah. You know, I think that's how they're going to, I guess, bow Ben Affleck down in quotes or whatever. But I'm interested to see because it's Batman. Now, you have so, to love Batman. Rumored names, Jake Gyllenhaal, John Hamm. So, yeah, they were the only two names that I really know, heard that, that kind of rumored. Are. But I, I would, I would take John Hamm over Gyllenhaal there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Mad Men. I like his character. Well, well considering to me, you you almost have to take him because of just how they set up. They set up Batman. The older, as an dark, older the Batman, older, right? You know, Jake Gyllenhaal is a little younger than Hamm, so there may in the next forty eight hours. By the time we drop the Lumberyard uh, episode, you may have seen a solo trailer for. Uh, solo a Star Wars story. There may be one during Super Bowl. I hope. I, I don't know because there's going to be a lot of parties, a lot of yeah, people watching that in exactly. a group setting. You're not going to be able to pay attention too much. The and it's not on a a, a um, ABC owned station. It's on NBC, which is a Comcast yeah. station, and ABC is has Marvel. So if they, or I'm sorry, Disney. So if they do this, it would be on Good Morning America the next morning, which is on ABC, mm. which is owned in that whole. That, that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I think just. It might be a good idea just to try to get it out for the Super Bowl. Just because all Maybe the just, views. I would say just a 30-second teaser. Yeah, just some, some, don't give me the full two-minute tra- Nice no, 30 seconds and I'll be happy. That night and then maybe the full two minutes the next exactly. day. That makes sense. Maybe a tag team. Yeah. I keep hearing that they're really just like writing this movie off though. They, they're they like, we'll take a loss on this because oh, they, they, lost, they lost directors. They, they trashed actors. the actor who's playing Han Solo. Yep. Like they trashed him. I'm like, all right. That's, that's it, when that happens, that's not good. But I, I do trust Ron Howard. He made the Grinch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, he's, and all his films, we now, give him if, just the Grinch. And okay. he's Richie Cunningham. Okay. If and there's no happy. Clint Howard cameo, I will <laughs> protest the movie. Indiana Jones 5 is going to begin filming in 2019, where Harrison Ford is roughly 84 years old. Jeez. I, uh, I don't know what he actually is. I no, no, no. He's, he's probably, I think, like upper 70s. But, uh, I mean, it, it stinks because basically they're almost ignoring Shia. His, with his movie the, with the Crystal Skull, so they're basically like crossing oh, that good. out, like it didn't. The refrigerator he was, saved him from a nuclear. He was blast. the golden boy. He was supposed yeah. to take the mantle up, and then yeah, he, just, he was, he was his yeah. son in the movie. Then you had the aliens at the end. And that that got a little that, that got away from Steven Spielberg, I think. But I mean, I think maybe he wants to do Justin this one. Spielberg. That was more Tim Burton. Tim Burton. No, like his style of movie. I was just oh, terrible. Okay, I gotcha, it was I gotcha. just a bad joke that didn't hit. There's got to <laughs> so. be something. Like he can't be doing his thing though like there's got to be a, a successor i really think chris pratt would be a good indiana jones like next indiana jones but uh, I, he, his he, stuff in I, well, he was like World wasn't he rumored to be something like that and then he was the, then he went on to the jurassic park film so i oh. think maybe he had a choice or maybe they just cast shy he can do him. whatever the frig he wants he's chris pratt he's pratt well, pratt pratt well true but i i to me so obviously for five this should be the last harrison ford yeah, and then I, I don't know what they're gonna do after then. What I, I wouldn't be surprised if like and halfway through the movie, three years. <laughs> yeah, halfway through the movie, they kind of switch and, and build up the new Indiana Jones. But th- th- to me, again, they do that. That takes <clears throat> away from what all they did in four. Right, Crystal Skull. It's, it'll just be Aaron Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad and Altered Carbon star Joel Kinnaman had this to say about Suicide Squad two. Quote: I just know that they're working intensely on it. Uh, I know it's a big part of. Uh, big priority at Warner Brothers, but it's an equally big priority to get it right. We all felt that we had lightning in a bottle, in a way, and it partly got away from us a little bit. Uh, 
No? More, <laughs> a little probably, exaggerated. Probably more than a little, a little bit. More than a little bit. Quote, it's really important to harness everything that was great about it and then fix what didn't really work. So I know they're working on it and we'll see. I'm very excited to read something, but I don't have any new information. So to me, to me that tells me. We know that the Shazam movie started filming. Mm-hmm. And it was already talked about that Black Adam was going to be the main villain for Suicide Squad too. So I think they're just trying to get the story right and you think it's too late to, to roll back on that and put the Joker where he needs to be um, to help that franchise I, get back. I, I don't. I just I like the idea of having Black Adam as the villain for Suicide Squad too, rather than just the Joker. But they tr- here's my I guess my small argument to that is they tried an un, not unknown but lesser known villain for Suicide Squad one with Enchantress, yeah. and they kind of wasted the Joker, and people didn't really. Go to it. No, no, because I, of that, I agree. The villain didn't have the name, and I almost fear that Black Adam, because the casual comic fan or movie fan doesn't necessarily know who he is or she is, uh, he is. Uh, they they might say, okay, just another nameless villain that is going to well, lose I, at I the just, end of the day. It just DC has so <clears throat> many villains. I just don't want to see them just keep throwing the Joker in there. You're absolutely right, though. If they have the fatigue of the Joker, especially could get. Batman. He is the best like rogues gallery of villains. I, I think like we got enough Joker. Like okay, we can right. wait, we can wait a movie or two. Throw. Yeah. Black Adam in there because The Rock is going to bring them. He obviously Jumanji is over seven hundred million worldwide, so I think you need a big name like him just to get the the spark. The back Rock will saying. help that. You're exactly. absolutely right. Not 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 realizing who plays Black Adam. You're absolutely right. The Rock that'll make it that a, a seven eight hundred million dollar minimum, minimum. I'm hoping. Yeah, you're DC freaking right. needs it. Uh, Emily Blunt has been cast in The Rock's Jungle Cruise movie. Why is that bold in the notes? Because <laughs> I, I copy and pasted the headline. <laughs> I mean, okay, I like Emily, 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 Emily Blunt. She's a good actress. Emily, 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 I think, uh, yeah, Jungle, Jungle Cruise, wasn't that like a, is that a Disney thing? It's a yeah, Disney, Disney thing. Okay. That's why it's in the uh, Marvel Disney section. I don't section my notes off, but I like to keep them. Marvel, then DC, or ABC, whatever, Disney, yeah. Disney, <laughs> then DC. Uh, Tom Hanks has been cast as Mr. Rogers yeah. in You Are My Friend. I mean, that's perfect casting I, I don't think i'd want anyone else but tom hanks is it sad that i want to see this no, just I, because tom hanks is oh, gonna I, be I, I never knew i wanted this movie <laughs> <laughs> won't you be might as well just like sign him up for the oscars my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> oh dude his cardigan game is gonna be awesome oh, oh my gosh did you guys see the post Oh, oh with, with I, I thought Tom you meant like a social media. No, I didn't see <laughs> oh, that. My bad. You're a good call. <laughs> no, the movie, the post up for like a bunch of Oscars and stuff. Mm. Super good. Like incredible. And Tom Hanks is in it. It, it He almost reminds me of Mr. Rogers in that movie. So <laughs> he's already I, I think he's like almost game. got it down because of that. So. They're actually, um, they're making a sequel to that too. Oh God. Where he go. makes breakfast and it's called <laughs> The, the Kellogg's. <laughs> All right. I didn't know we had Ryan Cunningham on the show today. <laughs> and then apparently the the third movie in that franchise is going to be when he dies and he's the ghost. <laughs> Fast okay. and Furious that's director. Enough. Speaking of Paul Walker, Fast and Furious oh. director. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Rest in peace, oh, Paul. Man. God damn it. I'm not going to wait to another bet happens to me. <laughs> I'm going to get in a car accident on the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jesus. This is not going to be good for me. Fate of the Furious director F. Gary Gray. Say that three times fast. Yeah, that's is, right. F. Gary Gray. <laughs> <is> <laughs> reportedly in talks with Sony to direct a Men in Black movie to relaunch the franchise. The Men in Black spinoff is not news. Yeah. Not new news. We knew about that. But now we have a name attached to the project. Um, but can you imagine uh, 
the men in black living their lives a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> as long as they got family, man. No, but I, to me, to me, men, men in the black three was, was that to me that was the end of the franchise. Like it, it put, it's tied such a nice bow on it. Like yeah. that, for one, two, and three. I, as long I, as they don't I don't go, need a, I don't need a relaunch. As long as you don't go Ghostbusters with like female, yeah. all female. I'm cool with mixing it up. I mean, I just want to know who would be the Men in Black. Once again, another guy, Chris Pratt. Like, I feel like he could be. You, you could know, almost put him in anything. He could do that drama. Seriously, he could do the comedy. Yeah. It's insane. Like he he applies to so many things. He could do so much. Cloverfield Three is getting a trailer. It may debut during the Super Bowl. We don't know yet. Uh, but Cloverfield Four may already be done filming. Number this one, is okay. insane. Number one, didn't know that there was going to be a Cloverfield 4. I don't know what to expect from Cloverfield 3 because the second one was a, like a backdoor sequel. Right. It, yeah, right. It wasn't even like a true sequel. Yeah. It was in the same universe. Yeah. Um, but anything that uh, Mary Beth Weinstein, Mary... Winstead. Mary Beth Winstead or Mary Winstead, whatever. Anything she's in, a.k.a. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, baby. I, I did just rewatch that the other she's day. It was, it, was, it was phenomenal. She's definitely one of my Hollywood crushes. <laughs> and uh, Okay. Go I just want to see some tie-ins to like the first one because mm-hmm. they like when they brought that out, they're like, oh well, you know, there were probably other people with cameras that night, and they could have done this and that. And also, I just want to know if, if they lived at the end because there there might have been a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, 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 the monster slim. coming in, but very then, slim. Yeah. Well, they they like nuked the whole place, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I said it's that's very true, slim. And T.J. Miller got eaten in half, but that was before he was like yeah, famous. I think that might have been like one of his first movies before he was Ehrlich Bachman. <laughs> yeah, and also another movie or another tr- movie trailer that should be dropping for the Super Bowl is the new Mission Impossible trailer. Yeah, and there like, was a poster as well. Henry Cavill put it out on his Instagram. Yeah, that's him and I guess he convinced Tom Cruise to create an Instagram, and so far everything has just been Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise related. has an Instagram. Oh my god! So I mean, hey, I'm. I'm from him breaking his ankle, what, once or twice, from jumping from rooftop to rooftop. I'm interested to see because he said he, there's a crazy stunt with him in a helicopter. Did they say it's going to be during the Super Bowl yeah. or before yeah. the Super Bowl? It said, it said during. Oh, cool. so Awesome. Yeah, um, I also heard that Tom's going to be changing his last name in his older age. So instead of Cruz, it's going to be Coast. It's going to be taking things a little bit slower. <laughs> I swear, once Damien leaned in, I was like, oh, no. I, had, like, I did the whole, like, <laughs> like to get ready for my next story to take the breath, and I stopped it because I saw him lean in and just let him just let him go. Roll down your windows and That's wave. That's all you can do. <laughs> Sam Raimi is going to direct a King Killer Chronicles movie based on the Patrick Rothfuss novel. I haven't read the novel, don't know what this is, but I was praying one of you two did. Nope. I'm sorry, Michael. I don't. <laughs> All right, Michael. <laughs> All right, it took us one hour and 12 minutes to say Michael. Right. <laughs> Two more people have been added to the Detective Pikachu cast, which is already just as star-studded as it comes because uh, we, know we have Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. We have, um, oh, my gosh, who was the other one last week? Huge uh, name. Oh, uh, nope. Is it Ken Watanabe? Yeah, it is. It is. It is, is, it is Watanabe. Watanabe. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. The original Razagul. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Well, he was the pretender. He was oh, the okay. Fugazi Razagul. <laughs> Perfect word. Detective <laughs> Pikachu has added Bill Nighy or Nighy and oh. Chris Greer to its cast. Bill Nighy, great actor. So, he was yeah. in Underworld. He was in, yeah, he was uh, in Love Actually as well. Yep. It's supposed to be like adult themed. Like kind Pikachu's of. like kind of like. He's legitimately a detective who smokes Marlboro Reds. He's, and talks and like talks, it too. So yeah. it's like Ted, but with Pikachu. Kind yeah, of, except yeah, except uh, they're solving a mystery about a young boy's father who went missing or something like that. It's in New York City. The game is now coming out in March. 
The game released last year or the year before that in Japan. <clears throat> it's now coming to the West, coming out in March. I already pre-ordered it from Amazon, sadly. And they released a trailer two weeks ago. And it's all these Pokemon in this crazy world and all this. But then you just see Pikachu come up with a detective hat. And he's just like, what are we doing here? And I'm like, that's and Pikachu's I, voice? I Like I told Greg, I, I don't know how to take this movie yet until I see a trailer. Because I don't know what to expect. So we'll see other Pokemon then. That's my point. Apparently, set photos have released of live action. I think it was... Alakazam. Just walking down the street. And something else. But they look amazing. Wait, yeah. what? Can you guys pull these up for me too? I, I haven't seen them. Yeah, oh. yeah I haven't seen them either. Uh, the, apparently I was they, just kidding about the Alakazam walking down the street. I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Apparently I heard someone say that they were set for it. I was like, I haven't looked yet for them. I mean, it makes sense if there are. I mean, Christy, you have a goddamn talking Pikachu I mean, smoking other, reds. Like, what's crazy is like that would appeal to kids who play Pokemon Go and Pokemon Now. And then us who grew up with the cards... Grew up with the original Game Boy yep. games. Grew up with the TV show. So like, it just it sounds like such a like a fun concept to have Pikachu like be like this guy with like a like a raspy voice from smoking too much, and he solves crimes, and like he's just like this. I don't know. It's just hilarious to me, and I hope that we somehow see Ash catch him. Um. Okay. So it's just large and small people in blue screen suits. <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine it looks good. There's an exploud because it's that. There's okay. the cardboard cutout so they know what they're doing. There's a Trico, I believe. Wow. That I can sadly pick that up out of a white silhouette. Um, but here's the set photos. <clears throat> wow. Very uh, flattering. Very flattering indeed. Uh, and then there's – that's get away, get that off my screen, please. Um, where's that? Now, when's this slated to come out? Don't know. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, next, it's May, May of 2019. Okay. Um, here's the police department. It's got a Victini at the top. That's, again, sad. I'm Whoa. 30 years old. I shouldn't And Greg knows all of them. Listen, I'm just happy that we get to live to see a live-action Pokemon. Yeah. Like, I mean... And one coming to Switch. It's so yeah. awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, okay, Purge 4. Here we go. We're back on track. Purge 4 gets a new title... And a controversial new poster. Um, it also got a teaser. If you saw the little trailers, like thirty seconds. I don't. I don't think I. I don't. I don't think I did see it. I don't. I don't know how to take this movie. Like I didn't like the first one, Ethan Hawke. I thought Frank Grillo made the second and third one. So and he's not in the fourth one. So I. I don't know. So this is a prequel. This is like the. This first is how purge. the purge yeah. happened. It's called the first purge, and it's a mockery of Donald Trump's "Make America Great Again" the hat. First purge. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying to uh, <clears throat> basically say. That it's a modern day riff um, of the actions that kind of led up to where we are now as a country, but they're using it as a as a prequel to yeah. what happened for the purge. I mean, I'll probably see it just because I seen the first three. I might as well just keep it going. But you know, I wanted I wanted Frank Grillo. I just want to see Ethan Hawke in there. No, no, Set, tied into. Oh, the wait, am I the only one who thinks Ethan Hawke and Peter Berg are the same person? They look I freaking identical. Yeah, they do. Wait, and uh, didn't Ethan Hawke? Didn't he die in the first one? It didn't happen on screen. He no. was just laying there. <laughs> Not moving, dead eyes rolled back. He gone. And, and then like Lena Lena Lena. Lena Headley. Headley was like Lena Shane. Lena Headley? Yeah. Isn't that? Shane. She's yeah. the first one. She was the wife. Really? Yeah, she yeah. was Ethan Hawke's wife, yeah. Really? Yeah. Cersei Lannister? Yeah, she and she and near the end they have a nice part what happens to their house. Like that's like the best part of the movie, but for overall I just I thought it was just like look, in this tell, tell me they're not the same damn person. Yeah, they do look they alike. Look, they, they look, they look similar. I can slap a goatee on Peter Byrne, <laughs> yeah. and it's the same. I forever thought that Ethan Hawke was the star of the Great White Hype, but it was Peter Berg as 
Irish Terry Conklin. Anybody? <laughs> no. I always know. You don't know that movie? The I boxing always, movie? I thought it was Ethan Hawke in, um, in uh, Corky Romano. Oh, yeah. As his brother. Yeah. But it, who was illiterate, but turns out it was Peter Berg the whole time. <laughs> Peter Berg <laughs> directed the first ever ESPN 30 for 30. What? Yeah, oh, it no was idea. the Wayne Gretzky trade episode. Nice. King King's nice. Ransom. I had no Just, idea. That's my trivia question. I, didn't know, I, I only knew him from Corky Romano until like I read up on him when then he did that Army director. movie. I'm like, oh, he directs a lot. I know he, he directed some, a, few go, a few goodies. A few good men. Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead uh, and Outcast Comics. Uh, we'll be producing a film adaptation of Image Comics' Birthright. You greedy bastard. You can't have enough with Walking Dead. He has to continue. God damn it. I'll be honest. I'm like burnt out on Walking Dead. Nope. So, Dude, we talk about it, it just, every week. It doesn't do so anything bad. for me anymore. I'm like, all right, great. Like I just we, go through the motions. I just want them to fast forward like 10 years. Like what happens? Do they find a cure? Do they like travel somewhere else and like start civilization over again? It it just like seems like there's not going to be a conclusive end. Just everyone's well, going to eventually and you know, die. And they got signed for another season, so you're going to get another season. I almost want to see the last season jump time, though. I really yeah, do. Just, just to see what the hell happened. To, you know, again, <clears throat> weird. If you watch the last episode, a major character is dead or dying. So it, that comes back this month. So. You know, truth yeah, Herschel. <laughs> R.I.P. Herschel. He got bit the first time I thought it was over. That man could survive anything except when he didn't. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the shows that I hope just spontaneously gets canceled mid-season and they just stop making it. Yeah, Walking but it'll, it'll I never, haven't watched never. it in four years. I'm totally oh, over it. I watched, I watched the season seven, episode one um, with Glenn Negan, and Abraham yeah. and Negan. And then I tried episode two and three, but then when they started feeding Daryl dog food, I was just done. And I heard that same song yeah. fifteen <laughs> freaking times. Yeah. In I can't. One it's it. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just drags. And I'm like, all right, I get it. Like, you would think that everyone would just be like, oh, hey, by the way, like we have all these dead people out there. Why don't we just team up together, kill them? Start civilization how you want it. Yeah. Like clearly, there's going to be plenty of real estate across the entire <laughs> world. So if you don't like each other, just move yeah. and let bygones be bygones. But Sam has a good, um, not comparison, but good almost uh, roundup or thought process for the Walking Dead story structure. And I like how you put it. It's the same schlag for fifty minutes, and the yeah. last ten minutes of the the hour is the it's been their setup from season one. Yeah, it's really really annoying. An update. Uh, there were rumors a long time ago, maybe a month ago or so, which I guess is a long time in this world, that Nintendo and Illumination were partnering for a Super Mario Bros. movie, but now it has officially been greenlit, and Nintendo put it on their Twitter. It is official as official gets. Now the hype no, is no, wrong. No one is more hyped than you. I mean, of course, I, any, anyone our age will definitely see this movie. Is John Lucasamo available to play Luigi? <laughs> Luigi Mario. Unfortunately, Luigi he Mario. isn't. Luigi. He is all booked. Yeah. My name is Luigi. What's your last name? Mario. That's his name. No, Luigi Mario. Mario Mario. 1993 live action wow. Super Mario Bros. Dude, God, God forbid. I have like Awful. a do not resale like um, VHS copy of that movie. Oh, yeah. That I got the West my Coast video. Probably yes. the only one left. <laughs> Dude, serious. I probably could flip that for some money. I'm sure somebody out there would want to see Does one it of have the worst a Be Kind ever. Rewind sticker on it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was shit. Be Yo- Kind Rewind or Mar- Super Mario Brothers? Because that was a movie. Oh, no. I meant the like, Jack like, sticker Jack on the VHS. <laughs> they, uh, the Yo- Yoshi was just an egg. Um, Bowser was a human. Uh, 
it was it was just it's an, it's Toad a, was a, a harmonica playing. Yeah, a Toad goomba. was a, like a, a homeless dude who like was turned into a goomba. Yeah, with a harmonica, yeah. and he was just another goomba, but had a harmonica. And Peach was smoking hot. I yeah, mean, she was Daisy. She was Daisy in the movie. Daisy, that's right. Daisy. It wasn't even Princess Peach. It was Princess no, Daisy. Wait, Yoshi turned was like a little dude at the end, right? The, the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It became a little dinosaur. Yeah. But I mean, Yoshi is a dinosaur, but still, that's about the only thing they got right. <laughs> it was well, like RoboCop meets Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. Totally yeah. It was like RoboCop. It was like so. It was like gritty. Blade it was Runner. Like Detroit. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> there was a meme about that a couple years ago that they put when Detroit was going through the economic crisis, and maybe still is, but they put it up next to a screenshot of Mario and said, "Which one's Detroit?" Oh my god! Really oh my funny. Uh, Jumanji's author, the original author, Chris Van Alsberg, has landed a multiple film deal with 20th Century Fox after the success of the new Jumanji uh, film. He might as well just call up The Rock and say thank you, because that's the reason why it made this much money. I, I would tend to disagree. I think Jack Black was the reason people were going to theaters. <laughs> yeah. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, because Jack Black's been making movies that they made. I don't think Jack Black has been in a movie that's made that much money. We, School of Rock. We have... <laughs> School of Rock. Yeah, but Goosebumps. The Goosebumps Goosebumps. movie. Goosebumps. We have a – my favorite segment of our entire show is our box office uh, where we go through the top ten films from the box office for this past weekend and Samuel Matoro, number ten, not on the list last week, never heard of this film in my life, coming in at $5 million, Padmavat. No idea. P-A-D-M-A-A-V-A-T. I just padded my back a little bit earlier today after – Getting here on time. <laughs> Number 16 was I, Tanya. I always want to point out where I, Tanya and the Disaster Artist were. I love I, Tanya. That's an underrated gem. Is that a sequel to I, Carly? Three. Ah, nice. That was nice. a cool one. Nice. Falling to number 11 was Star Wars The Last Jedi out of the top 10. Damn. Um, but anyway, number 9, Paddington 2 down from number 6 at $5.6 million. Uh, Number 8, coming up from number 16, The Shape of Water. So apparently that's still rolling. Got, got, got that push. The golden, golden yeah, the golden gloves push. Good, uh, yeah, good the, call out. The awards hype will definitely get. Yeah, five point nine million down from number three at number seven. Den of Thieves at eight point six down from number two at number six. Twelve strong at eight point six eight uh, down from at number five from number four. The Post at nine point one up from four from number five to number four. The Greatest Showman at nine point five up from number twenty three to number three is. Hostels yeah, baby. at ten point one. Good movie. Down from I'll, number. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Down okay. from number one to number two. Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle at sixteen point one, and at number one, debuting this week, not on the list last week, at twenty four point one million. Maze Runner: The Death Cure. It finally took down Jumanji. Jumanji has been what four straight weeks number one. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's and insane. it's crazy that I still got to see that. It's that crazy one, that by the, the way. Maze Runner was the film that well, took down. They Jumanji. were great books. Seriously, the, the, move, the first two were good. I have to see the third one. So. Hopefully I'll get there this week. Coming soon, February 9th, Fifty Shades Freed. Nope. <clears throat> it's gonna it's gonna make its money though. Yeah, oh, that's the problem. That's the women. That's the it's, women. It's around Valentine's Day. They always do it to get the, the, yeah, the exactly. feels rolling. Yeah. They bring in the Hershey's, I mean, they bring it's, in the It's Hallmark. coming out at the right month, you know. The fifteen seventeen to Paris, which is another train robbery yep. movie. Not uh, starring based not John on, Travolta. Yeah. Based on true events though. It and is. starring the people who were in it, which I think is kinda what? neat. Oh wow. Yeah. Now I'm already interested in the movie. The Marines who are in the movie are the actual guys who saved. Holy so wow. Clint Eastwood like obviously he draws a performance it, right? out of those guys, which yeah. I think is just – I don't know if that's ever been done. That's I, it, that's inter- you got me interested. Well, the, the Mighty movie. Ducks, they got real hockey players. Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> the ones, the one, the actual ones who did the flying V. 
Yeah, they invented it in Iceland, and that's why Iceland's the villain in the second one. Yeah. Uh, Peter Rabbit, Monster Family, Padman. That all comes out this week. I would probably say, uh, and remember that Spanish Woody Woodpecker movie too. Uh, Fifty Shades Free is going to yeah. take it, but fifteen to seventeen is going to take it. I think uh, not take it, nah, but that's going to give it a run. I think the women are too strong for that fifty crap. Too many. There's you too know there are men that, that see it too, though. Sucks like, for them. Not for me. You know, it's a little sexist, but that's okay. It's no it's so typical I, I, I Sam hit, I, hit pe- I hit people with the truth. Is that, and is, that a, right. is that a movie about a colorblind person? It is. Yeah, they finally can see Fifty Shades. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're freed from the colorblindness. Indeed. Yeah, it's so a, my it's dog an, sees Fifty Shades of Grey. Jesus it's an inspiring God. story about a man with a sex dungeon and a colorblind woman. <laughs> You want to see my playroom? <laughs> no, I can't see what color your Colorblind rips and chains lives are. matter. <laughs> 15 to 17 to Paris is probably going to give it a run for its money. I would say at least it's in the top 10 next week when we do this. I would like, I would like to see that. I would like yeah. to see that too. Uh, but hey, maybe it's a flop. Who knows? But that's a really cool story. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. Yeah. Uh, moving it over to the TV space, there is a Superman prequel series announced for the DC streaming service coming in 2019. Okay, say so for me, okay, we already have Krypton coming to sci fi. Oh, this is a different Uh-oh. one. So we already have that Uh-oh. color of sci-fi. Sam's going to no. say something negative? We already had 10 seasons of Smallville, which was... <sighs> Prequel. Another, like, we, need, we need another one. Hey, I, I love Superman, Superman just as much as the next guy, but I honestly don't think we need another prequel The series, series titled Metropolis, received a direct-to-series order from Warner Brothers Television, uh, Television and DC Entertainment for a 13-episode first season. It will chronicle the before the arrival of Superman, and it follows Lois Lane and Lex Luthor as they investigate the world uh, of fringe science. So it's actually following other characters Yeah, so they just Superman. flip Smallville on top of its head. Yeah, and they're uh, following people that really know. aren't Superman. So it's at least the first season is I really mean, not going to have Superman in it. I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. But it, it, I, I kind of guess I see their point to add another show to the streaming service just to try to bring more traffic get, to the streaming they service. They got to get but, content. I mean, we, we, got, we got Krypton and Smallville. Like, I think we have enough. Sure. Yeah, but you um, also have Smallville as an older show. Man. That's Maybe, true there's too. a lot of audience that hasn't seen that yet. New generation. Um, DJ Khaled actually is a producer on the new show. Oh, is he, I and he that. was like, "Yeah, he's like, oh, you guys, you guys don't like Superman prequel shows. Well, guess what? You're gonna get another one." Because <laughs> he says that in every song. Fake news. Another one. <laughs> Netflix. This this is for Damien. Netflix has renewed Fuller House for season four. Actually, I haven't watched season two or three. <laughs> I haven't watched a single episode. But Stephanie, Stephanie. Oh my god. That, that's, that's all I hear. Is, oh my god, she's gorgeous. Where she's to, always- Stephanie? <laughs> I, I would if I were the Undertaker, I would also sacrifice her. Yeah. No, that was too far. <laughs> Jesus, God. that was too far, dude. I mean, hey, good for that. Jody Sweeten, you know, man. No, hey, she turned her life around. No, she, and she, her bosom because she, she was a, an alcoholic, a druggie. Like after that, the the, the full house days, and it's good though. Good to see she she got it together and you know brought it back. She's she's rocking it, brother. Yeah. She looks great. Oh. Yeah, but anyway, I I watched all of the season first season, watched some of season two, did not even watch a single second of season three. One nitpick about Fuller House, nip, and you'll yeah, nip, nip, nitpick. No, no nip. nip. Oh, nip. nip. Yeah. Boy, I, again, I'm trying to pull the bad jokes. Yeah, in. I'd give anything for one of those. Um, but no, a nitpick is if you watch it and you'll once you see it, you can't unsee it. Kimmy, uh, Kimmy Giebler, 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 Giebler. Go with Giebler. Kimmy Giebler. Giebler. That one. She looks at the camera. Almost every shot, like as if it's part, like every single shot. Is she the fourth wall character though? Like, I don't know because I don't. It just it irks me. Like if you watch the T-Mobile commercial with Netflix, they do like their little spinny move, and like Deej looks like straight, and then she oh, looks right in the camera. the camera. Yeah, wow. 
And it just irks me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see that. It's like, bitch, don't look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Bitch, don't look at the camera. Female dog, don't you look at that camera. <laughs> House of Cards, sixth and final season, has resumed production with two new stars joining the cast. So they are moving Kevin Spacey out of it. They're really focusing on uh, Carrie. I'm not sorry. Carrie Underwood yeah. is not who I meant wow. to say. Not Frank Underwood, but Carrie Underwood. On um, Actually, it's, who is it, actually? What the hell is her name in that show? Claire. Claire Underwood, his wife. They're focusing on her in the sixth season, but they've brought in Diane Lane and Greg Kinnear Ooh, to join oh, the two, cast. Two, two big names to yeah. bring in. Well, they have to. Yeah, okay. if you're to, kicking out the main star of the show. No, rightfully so, rightfully though. So. But, you know, I, it's just, hey, it's... You got a good run, I guess, six seasons. Did you watch, Damien, A Series of Unfortunate Events on Netflix? No, I heard no, a lot of good things really about Really good things, yeah. But that has been uh, told now that it will end after it's season three. So it's going to have season two come out soon, but after next year, season three, it's going to end. So that is an unfortunate I, event all in itself. I know Neil Patrick Harris. He looks awesome in the he makeup. He does look so I good. I have to give him cre- credit there. It doesn't even look like him. Like, it's, no, it's it insane. Doesn't, it doesn't. As I try, I I don't think I got it. Oh wait, uh, nope, I yep. don't. I usually have like all the reviews that we do screenshotted, but Altered Carbon is out now. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. No, me neither. But I Godzilla, I still haven't watched yet. It's looking. Apparently, the reviews are in, and it's all just spectacular. Awesome. It's like a thank God um, cyberpunk show and set in. Looks like very actiony. It very, looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like Blade Runner. Okay. Um, no, uh, what's the movie I'm thinking of with Arnold? Total Recall? Total Recall. Yeah. It looks like that universe almost. Yeah, it, so it looks Totally awesome. like future cyberpunk. Sweet. Uh, Happy has been renewed for season two. Thank God. I don't know if you watched that with Christopher Maloney. I just keep hearing how insane Dude, it is. It's, it's, it's insanely it's like crank good. on TV. It's, it's awesome. It, it, eight episodes. I just watched the season finale. It basically tied the whole first season together. Let's put a nice little bow on it. That was really good. So I'm super happy to hear it got signed for season two. And it's someone's name. Pat Oswalt's The oh, Voice yeah. of Happy. Yep. So it's awesome. A game... <laughs> that is near and dear to our hearts. Pong from the 1970s, 1972 to be precise, is getting a TV show based off of it. Variety reports that Atari will develop the show called Million Dollar Pong with Scott Sternberg, the unscripted veteran producer behind shows like Kids Wheel of Fortune, The Gong Show, Hollywood Squares, and Catch 21. The show will be produced by Sternberg with Jeff Merkin producing for Atari. There's no network attached to it, but it's a freaking game show, which I love. That's crazy. We don't get a lot of game shows anymore. The game show network doesn't really hit you anymore. No. But I loved game shows growing up, and this is really cool to, to kind of throw us back. I can't imagine what the hell it'd be I just like. Thought of a nice top three, top three like favorite game shows. That'd be oh, nice. Yeah. We'll, just say, we'll save that. Put it in the back pocket. I would love to do top three yeah. game shows. Double Dare, Guts, yes, yeah, dude. Oh, classics, yeah. classics. Uh, match game, uh, Price make is right. whoopee, gold. That's gold. Jeopardy. Oh my goodness gracious, man, that'd be really cool. Uh, anyway. My Hero Academia. I forget if you watch it or no, not. It, it's an anime. I know a lot of people that do watch it. They they rave about it. Just I never got a chance to watch it. The upcoming third season will be premiering on April 7th. So if you're a fan of it, go ahead and check it out starting on April 7th. Netflix, however, has announced a collaboration with Production IG and Studio Bones. Uh, I do have a story, like a uh, full story for this as well. I should have prepped it a little better because I didn't. Uh, where is it at? It's close to here. Here it is. I lied. 
I missed it. Here it is. Uh, Netflix has uh, announced its collaboration with production IG and Studio Bones. According to Anime, Anime Biz, the Anime News Network, Netflix has entered into a business alliance with production IG to co-produce anime episodes and stream them in over 190 countries. Netflix's goal is to strengthen its current anime lineup and describes this deal as a win-win scenario for Netflix subscribers. This coincides with Netflix's push for I think it's either 30 or 80. I think 80. 30. No, I thought, I thought it was 80. 80 original shows, but I think 30 new anime. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so, that might be right. Yeah, so 30 new anime. They're taking this, over again. This, in the next two years, they want to do 30 original anime that have never been done before. So good on Netflix for increasing. As long as they keep the price the same. It, mm-hmm. They haven't shown that they've done that you know, yet. You know, guys are killing me. It'll be 15 bucks by in 2020. Probably. Guarantee it. Fox has ordered a TV pilot reboot for Gone Baby Gone. Oh, I, that was what uh, Casey Affleck. Yeah. Right. yeah, and I feel like because I, I kept thinking it was Gone Girl with Ben Affleck, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I got him thinking confused. of that song, Gone Daddy, Gone, <laughs> Gone, Gone, Gone. HBO. Uh, this is an update to a, a story from the last couple months. HBO has picked up J.J. Abrams' sci-fi show. It's unnamed. Remember that? Yeah, it, I, see, HBO I, I don't know how up. I feel about his show because he did Lost and all that stuff. But I don't know. They they reportedly beat out Apple. So if we weren't getting on HBO, we'd get it on Apple. Okay. Apple TV. I mean, so. I'm, I'm interested to see it. Just don't do no lost shit. Sam, on our Facebook page, again, search out We Podcast and other things. You put up a really funny oh my trailer God. of Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman. You had um, Dinklage rapping um, with Buster Rhymes, mm-hmm. and you had Morgan Freeman with was it Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Was it one of those epic rap battles? Yeah, so they're, they're just doing their songs and, like, you know... Um, like Doritos commercial. It was a Doritos and like a Mountain Dew. Yeah, and like who would have thought you would see Dinklage like rapping Buster Rhymes and Morgan Freeman like Missy Elliott? It was one of the funniest things I ever seen. And suppose they said watch for the Super Bowl because there's going to be a, like there's going to be Doritos more of them. Always kill. I was cracked. Yeah. This was honestly if. This already could be the best commercial for the Super Bowl. Doritos has always killed Super Bowl commercials. Like yeah. nailed it almost every year. So I, I can congratulate you for putting this too because that three minute video I die the entire time. Nike basketball and PlayStation are coming out with the PG two PlayStation colorway shoe. Oh, did you, did you happen to see that, Damon? No. I, I, I think I, I don't know. I if I, I was how much are these running? It's it's Paul George. Yeah. So uh, uh, that doesn't. But it's like me it's then. like PlayStation, like the PlayStation World, like theme colors on the actual shoe itself, like like ah, like there's like the PlayStation stuff. That's like. actually pretty cool. I, mean, I think it's pretty neat. I'm I mean, just trying to get a pair of Deltas from uh, from Rock's Under Armour collection, so I will have to add those Nikes to the list. Yeah, but you figure they're probably going to be what anywhere from 150 to 220 uh, if you can like get them too. You know, people go nuts for sneakers. This is like a craziest no, day and age where sneakers are like this collector. I've, I've seen so many people have like. When they buy all like Nikes or the Jordans, like they just have them stacked up on their wall, like they're just like a wall of shoes. Just like what? They, they hold value, man. Yeah, just like comic do. books and stuff. Like you can yeah. flip a pair of shoes. If you had the if you had Old the first Iversons Jordans or Iversons, I, I wish I saw my Iverson Reds. I only people wore it, like, people three skated times. in those. People yeah. would skateboard in those. I, listen, I played basketball in Etnies, so I did the exact yeah, opposite. True. Like for me, I haven't bought a pair of shoes since before we moved into this house. It's a legitimately true story, and we've been here for over two years. I am doing the opposite. I don't have a lot of closet space. You're and what I do, all shoes. And what I do, I just keep wearing them. Dude, yeah. they're, not, they're yeah. still good. What the hell, Until man? Until there's a hole in them. I got a black I pair. A I got a gray pair. I got a blue pair. And I got a red pair. And so Every whatever occasion. I wear, whatever I wear, one of those four pairs of shoes is going to do the job. Yeah. I got apartment nines. I got Nikes. I got uh, uh, Americas. And I got Adidas. I got them covered. <laughs> I don't need all these yeah. Jordans and things. I think basketball shoes are like ridiculously ugly. So 
most of them are Jordans too, are too gaudy. Yeah, they're yeah. super gaudy. You have a pair of shoes in every color of shirt you own. To me, that's not something that I need to do. But moving into the gaming space, Red Dead Redemption 2, arguably 2018's biggest game has been delayed to October 26th of 2018. So it'll still be in this year, but they're moving it to the fall, which to me says... Pissed. Which to me says Battlefield, uh, potentially Halo 6, a new Gears game, any big Nintendo release is going to get right up the rear. Because this game is going to What was the original release date? It was, uh, I want to say it was summer. Okay. Spring or summer. I, I saw the first thing. I was like, Greg's pissed. Because I know you've been lo- really looking I'm forward really, to this I'm, game. I'm looking for, as much as I love my Nintendo Switch, as much as I play it, as much as I play it, it probably break of three it. to one, I'm I'm looking for a big, giant, huge, beautifully, you know, gra- graphically beautiful game right now. Yeah. This is why I'm like trying to invest in Horizon Zero Dawn from last year. But like, I want that. So I want to go back and play Uncharted yeah. again because it's beautiful. So I'm looking for that huge game to only play on console, not on Switch. This was it. Yeah. I don't have, have to wait a little longer. A, you know, eight more months, nine more months, no problem. I'll do it. It's already going to be in my cart and Amazon yeah. as soon as it can be. Um, probably already can be from a pre-order standpoint. But I want this game day one. I'm okay with waiting, yeah. especially if it's for the polish. Uh, but Kaz Harai has stepped down as the Sony CEO, but he will still remain the chairman, which is cool, but... You know, I just think you think it just brings some new, new ideas in there. Um, it's been it's been a long time, but he helped revolutionize Sony as a brand. Sony was failing; their TV division was getting crapped on. Their movie division is getting crapped on. And by TV division, I mean their literal Vio yeah, TVs. Yeah. Their laptops went away pretty quick. Uh, but PlayStation saved them as a company, and he was a huge part of that. That's why I have it in the gaming space. Um, so good for Kaz Harai. Uh, but again, becoming a chairman, you're still going to get boatloads of cash. So. It is or or yen, but it is okay uh, in that respect. Sam, a huge announcement the other night, and hell, Damien, you have a Switch. Uh, this isn't necessarily for Switch, but Mario Kart Tour was announced by Nintendo. Awesome. We're getting a mobile game. Awesome. We're getting Mario Kart Mobile. But they didn't say how much it's going to cost or something like that. Or I would assume anywhere free. from free to ten bucks, just like the other Nintendo releases. Something like Super Mario, but worth run. It. Switch worth it. or a run. Yeah. Sorry, um, I don't know. Is it going to be? Turn it to the side and that's that. That's how I was the, exactly. That's how do you drift? Like drifting's well, a huge like, part I, I of the game. I, I, what game was I Is playing? Is it tilt? Do you tilt the, your phone? Alex got me to download this one Samurai Warriors game for the mobile. So it's like what you say. You tilt your phone, then like on the screen, it was like there was the buttons, buttons and, and controls. So mm-hmm. to me, that's that's how I was you know going to but figuring Nint- it. But Nintendo hasn't done that yet. Super Mario Run is a tap to jump type game. Um, Fire Emblem is tap. Uh, Mitomo is going away. Um, I'm trying to think of the other. I don't think there might even. Oh, at Pocket Camp, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. There's not any controls anywhere in there. They're using the functionality of the smartphone and what is already existing on the screen to make it work. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe it's an on rails driving game where you press and hold just to drift or you tilt the phone. I don't know. I can see it, but I want to see more. It's cool because I'm getting more Mario Kart. Yeah, but for course. me, I would have loved to see Mario Kart 9 on Switch get developed. And to, to me, that's that still coming. There. That's oh, still coming. It is. But now I think this pushes it back. Does it, is it, though? I mean, does it push it back? 2020 is probably yeah. realistic. Yeah. Um, but does it maybe push it back to 2021? And is the Switch even as relevant in four years? Who knows? Yeah, three years yeah, now. Don't know. Who, who knows where the Switch is going to be? I'm thinking in the next year to year and a half, there's going to be a new Switch announced. Maybe either a smaller switch or maybe a reinforced 
metallic switch so it doesn't break as easily. Mine has two cracks in the back. Really? From, Already? From, playing, from pressing hard um, when I have it played in handheld mode. Wow. Yeah, it's got two cracks because of the frustrations of playing 2D platformers, <laughs> uh, which I understand, and playing 74 hours of Zelda uh, in handheld mode only. So, whatever. Uh, Nintendo also announced that its Nintendo online service, which we've heard nothing about recently, finally has some news. It is called Nintendo Switch Online <laughs> and will come in September with no other details, but a night a date is nice, but this lack of detail and they keep leaving us hanging yeah. is getting really frustrating. But it's good to know that there's at least a date set. You're because right. Like you said, there was nothing you were like, I've been waiting for this. There's no news, no news. To have something's better than nothing. Something on the horizon. Zero dawn. It's <laughs> 20 bucks a year, but what am I getting for that 20 bucks? There are, we saw last week when Xbox flipped the game on its head with net uh, with Game Pass with the $10, yeah. Netflix style, and then all their new games are going to be coming day one. There are rumors that Nintendo has not released a virtual console yet because they're shaping up to do something similar. 10 bucks a month gets you access to all Nintendo NES and Super Nintendo games, something like that, yeah. which I would go gaga for. Yeah. Um, the fact is, though, I have two SNES classics and a Super Nintendo upstairs, so I don't need yeah, it. Right. Uh, but it's still really cool. Um, but twenty bucks a year is also not that big of an investment to me. Sixty bucks. I, I pay sixty for live. I pay sixty for PlayStation to do twenty bucks. You know, but this could also force the other guys to lower their prices or. You know, but but it depends because Nintendo is not going to have the same infrastructure. That's They're true. not going to have a voice chat system like Sony or Microsoft. They're not going to have the same features. But maybe, just maybe, Nintendo does the opposite, and maybe for forty bucks a year, you get a gold or something like okay. that, like a higher, a platinum, yeah. Yeah. whatever you want to call it. Who knows? I love gold. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch has sold in its first ten months. I'm very hungry. Uh, you probably all heard my stomach just rumble. <laughs> um, in its first ten months, has now officially outsold the six years of Wii U. That's awesome. That's crazy to even think about. It just yeah. shows like what a little innovation can do and a concept that works. I mean, I I love my Switch. I've, I'll, truth be told, like I was saying earlier, I've been playing a lot more Overwatch lately. But mm-hmm. um, I like absolutely love the Switch. I just love the way it looks, the way it plays, the way it travels. It's it's just a really cool system, and I think it was way better than you know the Wii U, which the Wii I use right there too. My. It's, it's, dust. it's still there. I got it rocking yeah. and rolling. It's still sitting on my on my mantle here next to my Xbox and my PS4 and my Switch. But the Switch, 14.86 million units sold in 10 months, outpaces the Wii U, which is insane to think about. Six yeah. years that console had, uh, or five years. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, out of that 14.86, Mario Odyssey is now at 9 million units Damn. sold. It's a fun game. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 7.3 million units sold. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 6.7, and that's only the Switch version, yeah. not the Wii U version. That's the only game that got simultaneous release. Okay. Mario Kart 8 came out years ago. Splatoon 2, 4.91 million. 1-2 Switch, sadly, 1.88 million. Arms, 1.61 million. And Xenoblade Chronicles, 1.06 million. And that game came out December 1st, so in a month. Or it already, so, got over it already sold awesome. over a million units. So we have a lot of million sellers on the Switch. That means people are buying the big, giant releases that are coming yeah. out. I mean, I have six of them just over there and another 25 downloaded <laughs> to my console. So I'm really excited. What The one game I wanted to seize numbers was Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, but Ubisoft had a hand in that. So this, these are only first-party titles. Oh, they didn't release it? They didn't release okay. the sales numbers for it, uh, at least in this article. I'm sure I can find them if I wanted to. But 
Anyway, congratulations to the Switch for outpacing the Wii U lifetime in only 10 months. That says nothing but good things for this and console Nintendo's moving on forward. The, rise. Uh, the SNES Classic has now sold 4 million units. I have two of them. Yeah. Out of those 4 I, million. I, I got one. I don't, I don't have any. It needs to be sent in for repairs. No shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I called them. We troubleshooted, and they're like, oh, we're gonna, you're going to have to send that in for repair. I'm like, this is a video game system that came out like 20 years ago and i gotta send it in for repairs he's like yep yep but you do it do it get it over with and my worry and the reason it's gonna take them probably at least a month they're pretty quick with it yeah yeah Yeah, they usually do it in like a week or two i still need to i called them a month ago and i haven't sent it yet (laughs) (laughs) so it shows you how much i miss it the uh the, the well it's funny because i was reading an article uh online about the SNES Mini, and the reason I bought two was just in case one broke. Yeah, that's the reason I bought two, and that's trying to avoid what Damien's going through now. So one is is out there that I play, and then the other one I have not yeah, taken out of the, the box, box yet. Um, I've thought about selling it. I thought about doing this, that, the you other. You never know down the road; it could value go up. You never know. I'm just keeping it for that rainy day. If this one breaks, I would be heartbroken. Now I lose all my progress. But somebody sent in their Switch. Uh, recently, uh, somebody from IGN sent their Switch in because it also needed repairs. So he sent it in, gets a note from Nintendo back saying, um, your issue has caused all of your save data to be deleted. Your Switch has now been factory reset. Wow. And he lost everything. I'd be like, well, what are you going to do for me? And they'll say, here's a $10 here's, gift here's card. Here's the Switch we just repaired for free. Here's a free Amiibo. <laughs> I would take it. I would be happy with the I Amiibo. I would absolutely <laughs> take it. If it was a Waluigi Amiibo, I would take it. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon has combined for 7.1 million units sold in its first two months, which doesn't look great. But when you compare it to like Black and White 2 or Crystal or Yellow it's more or Diamond, it's more than all of the other. That was installed. almost my question, by the way. Oh, yeah? I, uh, I, but I changed it last second to good old Rogers. All right. I'm going on a rant right now. Damien, I want you to join me on this rant. Okay. And I'm going to start my rant with a question. Do you, because I know you don't, do you still play Pokemon Go? Yes. You do. Actively or just every now and again? Every now and then. If they're, oh, hey, new Pokemon. All right, cool. Exactly. I'll sign in. Right. And that's what I do as well. So Niantic, uh, I think this is a, a dick move. Niantic releases the other day three new costumes, which is cool. Your our avatar gets new costumes, whatever. I don't care what my person looks like. I don't remember what they're dressed at like right now. Probably a cool hat. Um, <laughs> but Niantic said, here are these three new costumes. Once you collect enough Pokemon to earn these badges, you can then unlock them for purchase. So you have to play the game. To get it. Do all the crap, walk around, collect all the Pokemon, get the badges, and then you unlock them to purchase for a buck or two a pop. Nope. Yeah, I don't like it. That's I don't like bullshit. It. Nope. Why the hell aren't these get? Why aren't these just unlocked for you? Oh, I hate to I hate to actually say it. I'm glad my information is gone. <laughs> Sam lost his entire save data. <laughs> I I actually just got to level 32 yesterday. Cool. So I was out just randomly catching. I was at work, um, working hard apparently. <laughs> and uh, hell now, of a job. The one thing that really irks me with that is like, all right, great, we have new Pokemon, blah blah blah. But I can't even tell you how many days I would swipe stupid Pokestops seven days in a row to get an evolutionary item, and okay. I kept getting upgrades oh my or God. steel coats. I had about seven of them. And I, all I want is the Kingstone to get a, a goddamn slow king. That's all I want in this world. I had one. I got one. Ugh. Sad. I swipe, <laughs> and I swipe, and I swipe. And, not, and then after a while, I just get frustrated and burn yeah. out from doing it, even though all it is is opening the app, swiping, closing the app. It doesn't matter. It just, you know, it's frustrating. And the fact that they're trying to charge you 
I, I just think, you know. After you spend hours and hours in the winter playing their game, walking around in the cold, or at least here in Pennsylvania, and then you have to purchase what you just earned, quote unquote, is bullshit. It, it's like no no wonder your game's failing. First and foremost, you screw the servers upon release where we couldn't even play the game when it first came out. I was on a beach when that game came out. I had the opportunity to catch Squirtle on a beach. It was one of the coolest experiences. And there was a stop on the beach where some guy sat like this and he was the gym leader and I hit level five and I ran and it's like six in the morning. We're on vacation. I'm out playing Pokemon. <laughs> Two nerds going at it. And it's fun. It was great. It was yeah. engaging. Yeah. I wanted to go walk and exercise and work out. And then the servers got screwed up and then they screwed up the, um, uh, the release of Gen 2, and then uh, last Blade, year, trading, Chicago, trading never came after they promised it. PvP battles never promised. Uh, the battle system in general was crap. When they did Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago in July, they disaster. ruined that. It was a disaster. Yeah. They released Gen 2 way late. Gen 3 came like pretty soon after that, but they released it, it was in already, ways. It was, it was already too late. The legendary raid battles where you need 18 people to get a legendary. Which is impossible to get. It's impossible. They're impossible yeah. to get. We don't have... That many friends that still play this game to get all in one place. But if it was back in the day when we were all younger, we definitely could have got you're, the crew You're together. absolutely right. So I guess as a 30-year-old, I'm complaining about a child's app. But it's not just a child's app. This app was made for people our age because it was yeah. heavy on Gen 1. Mm-hmm. And that was to reel us in who hadn't played it since Red and Blue. Yeah. Don't tell me it wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this to me was a... a Pretty bullshit move on Niantic's part. I just wanted to go a quick rant there. Uh, Microsoft may be considering purchasing companies like EA, which is huge, Valve, which mm-hmm. does Steam, PUBG's group, which is now 4 million players on Xbox One. So huge news, but until it happens, it's probably th- not going. Oh, you don't think so? No, it's the, that's a huge merger. Well, that's on the, but Microsoft has the money to do it. That's on the you know Comcast uh NBC, the Disney, ABC okay. level, like that in the video game world. That's enormous. But Microsoft could do it. If anyone could do it, it's them. They could do it. You know, any of the three giants could yeah. do it. Nintendo, Microsoft, so they it, could do it. But you think it's unlikely. But okay. I think it's unlikely because now you're talking Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefield, um, like Mass Effect. These other EA titles are now Xbox exclusives or they're selling them off to Sony to to put on their console. Like, I get it. PlayStation has some some damn good exclusives. Um, Outside of Street Fighter being exclusive, Uncharted is a Sony property. Mm -hmm. Horizon, Sony created. God of War, Sony created. Xbox, Gears of War, Halo, Devil May Cry was used to be a Sony exclusive. So, like, they have these great exclusives, but they built them up. Mario, Nintendo created. Donkey Kong, Nintendo created. Smash, you know, so it's yeah. like, I got it, but you don't buy your exclusives. You know, yeah, you have to earn you. that. Gears of War has got fatigue. Halo's completely fatigued. I want to see new, exciting franchises yeah. that are Xbox exclusive. You tried Record, it didn't work out. You tried a bunch of other games, they just didn't work in the Xbox exclusive. Yeah, you cancel half of them. So good for you, Microsoft, for. Maybe potentially getting yourself out there, but whatever. Uh, Monster Hunter World has shipped 5 million copies in Damn. only three days. That's crazy. Did you think this game was going to be that big? Monster Hunter is huge, but I did that not. Fast I did not days? think. I did not think it was going to be that damn. I uh, did not. <laughs> disaster artist. Uh, technically, the room. Did you see the disaster? Artist? No, I saw the room though. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so you're the only one now that hasn't seen the room, and he refuses. No, oh, it, dude, it, it's it so is, good. No, it's, it is the no. the best, best worst, worst movie. movie. It is. So he doesn't like I, bad movies. I, just, I, I can't watch it. Myself I just, laughing. I just, 
why am I going to watch a piece of shit when I already have so many other shows that I'm already backed up on? There's so many movies that I'm backed up on saying I have no interest. This is on, like, the back burner of the back burner. It's it's just, like, mindless fun. Sam. And, and you watch it, and <coughs> at first you're like, all right, this is, like, weird. But as you get into the movie, it's, it's just hilarious. It keeps you. It's so and, funny. And at the end, you'd say, that was worth it. Maybe. It's but so as of good. right now in my you- life. I have no interest in singing. You are tearing me apart, God. Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and in the in the lumberyard in Dom's studio, he had a poster of that that I had to make yeah. awesome. a reference to. He says, you're tearing me apart, Lisa, right on the wall. And then he said it's not his poster, so I immediately said, damn. I wish it was. Uh, Capcom has reported uh, the makers of Monster Hunter and uh, Street Fighter, Resident Evil, you name it. Um, they have re- reported a 300% income increase after really strong sales. They have reported $64.5 billion, uh, million dollars this fiscal year, which is awesome. Resident Evil 7 helped that. Monster Hunter helped that. Ultra Street Fighter 2 on the Switch helped that. Um, now we're getting the Street Fighter uh, 30th ad- uh, anniversary edition in May with nice. 12 yeah. different Street Fighter games in, in one. one. Yeah, that's or maybe awesome. even 13 Street Fighter games in one. So really mm-hmm. looking forward to that. That's going to be an instant buy because it's on the Switch. So really looking forward to that. But good for Capcom because that was the company growing up that I loved. Yep. They did Little Nemo. They did. So, they partnered with Disney and they made DuckTales. They made the, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Little Mermaid. These NES games that I grew up on. Mega Man, yep. by the way. The biggest and my favorite franchise of all time. Capcom is video games, especially retro video games. Just yes. to see them come back successful is incredibly cool. Uh, so good for you, Capcom. Shadow of the Colossus, great PS2 game, came to PS4. We have the review. Um, apparently, it's pretty good. Uh, the true definition of a classic, the gameplay and story of Shadow of the Colossus are every bit as great and emotional today as they were in 2005. This outstanding remaster skillfully enhances those qualities with improved controls, performance, and sheer graphical beauty. It remains one of PlayStation's best games ever made. I almost made it through the read. And it's wonderful that Sony has brought it back to the forefront so a new generation of gamers can experience it without having to look at its past aged facade. Shadow of the Colossus on PS4 is a stunning return to the world that wowed us in 2005. 9.0 at IGN. 9.7. I, I was going to say 9.5, but I was like, ah. It's, Amazing. It's, it's our, you know. we, whenever we read a review, Sam guesses the number. <laughs> and, I, and I never look at the reviews, so... Iconoclasts, which is a game that really appeals to me, um, so it's on here. Uh, it's a Metroidvania-style, beautiful 2D, sh- like uh, 16-bit almost game. I love that t- style of game. Iconoclast combination of clever Metroid-inspired design and lush art offers more than enough incentive to stick with it, even with its ambitious plot doesn't always connect. There is a strange, complex game that refreshingly doesn't play quite like any other in the genre. Iconoclast offers a welcome reminder that they don't all have to play the same way. Its intricate Metroid-style puzzles and gorgeous 16-bit style art make it a memorable platformer with a distinct style. 8.0 by Jan. You're you're very close again. Eight point four, <laughs> point uh, eight point four out of ten. Great per IGN. It is on PS4 and Vita only. So one of the systems Greg up, doesn't have. But it's, get, but it's I do have PS4, but not Vita. You sell me cheap, real cheap. How much you say? Four fifty. I dropped it. Oh, thank you. It used to be five hundred. How many games I get? Two. Two and and I bought Twisted Metal two, four, or three. So Resistance, uh, Twisted Metal two, and what? Contorted Alloy. Um, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was thinking, I was thinking so hard of the game, the other game I have. There was a Mario Kart 
competitor called Sega and so- I'm sorry, Sonic and Sega All Stars transformed for the Wii U, and it was so effing good. People say it was better than Mario Kart Eight. Uh, that was made by so- uh, Sega and big Sumo words. Digital. Sumo Digital apparently has this big presentation recently, and in it. Um, somebody on like the train took a picture of the person on the working on their laptop, and it showed that a new Sonic and Sega Transformers game <laughs> is going to come out. But I'm psyched on that because that game is that game is better than Mario Kart 8, and Mario Kart 8 is probably one of the best racing games yeah. I've ever played. So I'm really looking forward to that. If it's true, Sega declined the rumors. Yeah, um, but I still believe I still them. believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's in my notes. I still believe it. EA has confirmed that a new Battlefield game will come in 2018 to take place of Anthem, which has now been officially, instead of rumored, to be delayed till 2019. That looked so good last E3, but we'll just get a new Battlefield in front of it. However, because Battlefield is coming this year in its place, EA is unsure if and when a Star Wars Battlefront 3 will even happen because Battlefront 2 is underperforming. Yeah. Uh, it has sold 9 million copies, which we just said Mario, that's great. But when you have a 70 million install base on PS4 and, and Xbox backlash. One and PC and all the backlash due to the um, loot boxes, it sold 9 million copies when they were forecasted for 10 and they said that the microtransactions are coming back. Yes, yeah, it, it kind of sucks. I mean, everyone was waiting for this game, expecting, and then have the, all this shit. I can see why, but like, I... I don't think I bought the second. Did I? I don't think I bought the second one, but the first one I did buy. But I got Omachi and Alex, and I think because of this backlash, they didn't get the second. Respawn, the uh, developers for Titanfall, they have a Star Wars game. It could come by 2020. So the creators of Titanfall making a Star Wars game—that sounds like something up your alley. Yeah, I'm, but is it going to be like a similar to Battlefront or no? It's like no, an actual story game. So a story game. Yeah, that's I, something be, I want. I would like that. Yeah, because Battlefront's fun, but. Then again, I play a lot of Overwatch, but it's like, I can only play it so many times, and it's like, eh. I just thought maybe, like, licenses, like, with Star Wars, I didn't know that they could make their new game, like, make another game along with but the Battlefront. Yeah, they can. They can. They're, they're but that, that, that's why I was. That's why I was delayed. I was yeah. thinking. I was like, there was oh, Star I Wars thirteen thirteen for a while, but that got uh, pushed back and then canceled, I believe, um, when they closed the studio, but... I love story-driven games. That's yeah. why I love Bioshock yeah. and that you know, Uncharted and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see a Star Wars game that's non, you know, that's maybe not even canonical, but like not in the Luke Skywalker series. Story, I don't know yeah. anything outside of the Luke Skywalker saga. Yeah, so well, you didn't read the books. I don't read the books. Yeah. I don't watch the spinoff shows. I don't play those other like kind of Star Wars games, Knights of the Old Republic and stuff like that. Mace Windu. All that good stuff. Don't know. I'm skipping the next story because it's irrelevant to me now. But the next Sonic project will be announced in March. It is unknown what it is, but what could it be? Just another a new Sonic game. I think it's that racing game. You think? Going back to a few stories ago, I think that they're going to announce in March this new racing Sonic game. Still can't believe the creeper took a guy picture of a guy. It happens all the time. You can't even be on the goddamn train. It happens all. It happens legitimately monthly. Where stuff gets leaked because of somebody doing a PowerPoint on their laptop and someone looks and takes a picture. Pissed. That's how Mario and Rabbids got uh, leaked. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Somebody saw it on somebody's like computer and then they just Assholes. rolled with it. It just do that happens. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters has shipped two million copies already. Damn. Say what? Yeah, and that game looks amazing. Yeah, it, it does look. I I definitely got to get it. I got to stop slacking. I you got to stop saying it. It's, I know. It's still on sale. You can still get it for forty bucks or forty. I hope I get it. I hope I get it. I love Sam's optimism. I'm, I gotta get it. I hope I get it. He's leaving you're, it. I'm still it positive. Sounds, sounds like he's just like leaving it to the universe. Yeah, he's an adult. He it's waited, all, it, to, but I, he waited for Injustice Two to be 14 bucks before he bought I it. Got it for a steal. 14 for and now you it's never what, play 30. It. You never play it. It's loaded on my PS4 though. So How many times you play it so far? Once. Once. 
but at my house once, but I played it at my nephew's house twice. Okay, so you played it three <laughs> times. So it's so fact though, three times. So it's so fact though, it's your game of the year for 2017. <laughs> I'm again. That well, quick. Well, that let's quick. see. Every week, it like locks me out of the upcoming section for the video games that I try to do. Let's see if this week I can actually get into it and tell you what's coming out. Uh, this week in video games, I can. Uh, Marooners Dendara, which looks really cool. Uh, PS4, I believe it's coming to Switch as well. Um, Black Hole, Mercenary Kings Reloaded, Closer, Shadow of the Colossus for PS4 comes out February 6th, so this coming Tuesday. Um, Not really anything else that looks big. And Switch's gazillion indie games. Next week, we're going to get Dynasty Warriors 9. Hell Which yeah. is another game you hope to buy. <laughs> yeah, but sixty dollars is tough to get to get that hack and slash for Dynasty Warriors. It's, it's good. It's, it's like the same. It's just more characters. It's very, very, very know, re- redundant. But at least you agree with me there. I didn't put this story in. I forgot to. But did you guys see the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon that's coming out? Did it you looks see the tur- weird. I think did I, you see the turtles? I think I just saw a picture and I didn't like it. This is my. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, that's what I thought I saw. There's Donnie. I didn't like it. There's Leo. Raph's like a meathead. I was gonna say, and here's Raph. He's huge. I don't don't like any of it. That looks terrible. Now I just wish Sean Astin was voicing him. R.I.P. Bob Newby. (laughs) R.I.P. Bob. Stranger Things season two. Bob Newby superhero. Uh, Real quick, Census Fail came out with a new song. New Jersey makes the world takes. It's super good. Check it out. It's old school census fail, but less morbid. Uh, so I can actually yeah. listen to it. It's not all depressing. <laughs> it's not oh, depressing. It's what, was, what was the one album they had? Let It Enfold You? Let It Enfold You. They're it's doing like a 10 year of, of it. It's one of my favorite. Like top to bottom. Like Well, they'll probably come to Starland uh, for it. They, they did it. Do. I think they did a 10 year. I think it just happened. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Um, or at least it, it's happening in either March, May, or it already happened. I forget. Okay. Um, but they are playing it from In Depths and Dreams at Starland. They're the, it's the only place they're doing that first EP in its full. So Steven, 187, Bloody Romance. So all the songs the that we grew up yeah. moshing to in your basement. Oh, yeah. Uh, running from corner to corner into each other yeah. at high speeds. Why not? Kill each back color. when I could run fast. <laughs> Let's hope their sound is is good. Because you don't want it to fail. Yeah. <laughs> I picked up one of the jokes. I love it. Now they're getting it just, older. It just took us all the, the whole episode to get Damien's What joke. is your pick of the week? Well, we mentioned it earlier. I would be Hostels. Me and Alex wanted to see that in theaters. Starring Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, and a little... I, I, I'll say Ben Foster, even though he was only in like four scenes. Um, I think it was him and Christian Bale were in 310 to Yuma. Still, still my favorite Western. This was good, but wasn't on that level. It had a nice story where basically these, you know, one of the, like um, the Indians basically killed this lady's family, and then Christian Bale's transferring this war chief over and, and try to save her, and you watch a few people get scalped. So it's a nice story. Be- <laughs> scalped. It's a nice it's story. A beautiful story. A couple beautiful scalpings. Story, a couple scalping stabbings, but it, it just shows how brutal it was back then. I'm just very grateful I was not born in the 18 friggin' hundreds. Any were there tickle fights? Not one single got you. tickle fight. Uh, it didn't work. One. I just tickled my co-host and friend of and 20. Years. Didn't move. <laughs> that is the first Dude, time it, I think I've ever touched awesome. you. <laughs> is uh, what's pick of the week? I pick something for the yeah, week. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it's all it is is uh, something that you would recommend to the audience this week. It could be new, could be old. Alienist, two episodes in, and it is awesome. Um, it is like insane. What it, channel? It's, or, it's TNT. TNT. We talked about this. Remember? So you got Luke Evans, um, Daniel <sighs> Brule. It's oh yeah, did okay. Okay, it's, it is. Uh, it, it did look good. It's so it did look good. good. It got it, the first. Gonna, the first episode got kind of crapped on. They said it was just eh, but I liked it. 
I liked it because it, well, they have to start slow. They got to set up yep. things, and uh, right there, my the DVR, second episode baby. was pretty good. And I'm just like, it, it's really just interesting. Like yeah. this guy tries to dive into the mind of this killer, and um, just like the time that it's set in the 1800s. I love I, period pieces. It's, it's really really cool. Yeah, and and what's his face, Daniel? I think Brule. Yeah, Brule. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, he was awesome. He, in the he, Al Hydra, baby. It almost sounds like he could be. Uh, Christoph Waltz. They sound exactly the same. They were both in Inglorious Bastards. Yep. Yeah. So good for them. My good pick call. of the week is Super Bowl Fifty Two, yes. baby. Nice. Can't wait because by the time you're hearing this, I mean we're releasing it this Saturday morning, so it should be out by like eleven thirty a.m. So you have a day and a half before the Super Bowl to listen to this episode. So it has not happened as the time we're recording, but we've talked about it four times. Eagles Patriots Super Bowl Fifty Two. Get your Folgers, Folgers <laughs> coffee ready, baby. I mean, honestly, it. I feel like everyone, or even like in Philly, everyone we talk to, everyone feels and agrees like this is our year. It's just such, it's just this is just such a good feeling, and I've just been taking it in and then trying to enjoy the moment because it's gonna come and go like that. Drink it in, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm like nervous, man. I've been like this season was insane. I, I got like more than ever. I got to I think six or seven games this year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you were um, a man. I was like, holy like, shit. Do pre seven two one? Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Got it. Follow that on Instagram. <laughs> we did a ton of uh, a ton of games. We would just buy face value tickets from. Like people I knew from work or stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, like every game, you just felt like they had a shot to win. They weren't going to lose. And it it just kept building and building. And then like the Falcons game was a little close. But then when they blew out Minnesota, I just like it's on. I I just feel like we're due. The city deserves it. The fans deserve it. I just want to see it happen finally. The only loss the Eagles had at home this year was that Week 17 meaningless game against the Dallas Cowboys. Otherwise, they went unbeaten at home this year. A solid second half to the Falcons game that went for Nick Foles to kind of propel him to the Vikings uh, game and where he overperformed and did a great job. So if we get that Nick Foles, I definitely have more confidence for this Super Bowl victory. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, What I would say about this game is I'm still scared. It is still the Patriots. We're going against Tom Brady. We have to be scared. And Bill Belichick, The Eagles under Carson Wentz. We're blowing teams out by 20, 30 points every week. With Nick Foles, the offense sputtered against the uh, Raiders. It sputtered against the Cowboys uh, for the time he was in. It sputtered against the Falcons for the most part. Then it came alive against the Vikings because that play calling, you're now seeing the RPO, which is brand new to that. But... uh, not to play, and maybe but the just term, more he's more comfortable in the you know. Com- they're, in the they're they're finally calling plays for yeah. Nick Foles instead of calling Carson Wentz's plays yeah. for Nick Foles. And I think Carson Wentz going back into the quarterback's room and being there for him has had a huge effect on him week over week. Well, yeah. So you saw them diving into the tablet during the um, during the game, like yeah. Carson was right there. Yeah. And so it's, it's cool that Nick, as a veteran, is taking that advice from a second year player. Yeah. Yep. Someone that is, oh gosh, what Nick Foles was drafted, I think, in thirteen. So you're talking four years, maybe his his elder. So. Yeah. Cool. Good for that. I'm really excited for this game. I think the whole city is obviously that's the biggest understatement I could ever do or yeah. say. Six years of Philadelphia sports podcasting and radio has gotten me to a point where I don't even know what to say about this game. Yeah. If I had to put a score on it, I would probably say 24-20 Eagles. That's exactly what I would say. Like 24-20. It's it's going to be close, which I hate because. I'm but you be, love it. I'm going to be. I'm going to be stressing the whole time. But if it's 28-3 at halftime, I do, as long as it's the Eagles on top, I don't. I don't give a baker's F what the score is. 
as long as the Eagles three win. nothing. It, it, I would be even though my heart, I'd probably lose like five years off my life watching the game. But I, hey, a win's yeah, they, a win. They get those three in the first, and then the next <laughs> the next three and a half quarters, you're just you're sweating bullets. Well, this was episode seventy six of We Podcast, and we know things. Thank you to everybody for joining us in this two hour and eight minute journey uh, through all the things wrestling and expedition. nerdy. <laughs> this expedition. Uh, thank well, you, to everybody. Wrestling pun in there. Uh, no, no, no. I must delete all previous episodes. But go ahead and check out the Lumberyard interview on Monday the 5th uh, of February and then next week episode 77 we're really excited to bring it to you Uh, cannot wait go check out the Super Bowl tomorrow night as well but thank you everybody for listening we'll see you next week let's go Eagles baby perfect I had no idea